Not Real Radio, 346, no FOMO. We're going to find out what FOMO means. It's an old word that I didn't know. Really? Man, they said something about the phone. Somebody calling in already? No. Oh. FOMO, like phone. FOMO. FOMO. FOMO, like FOMO. We will be taking calls. Speaking on the phone, you can call in, especially first time if you got anything to say about the Pelicans. Or Wildcat. <laughs> Dave's always more than welcome to call in. It's open line tonight. You can look at the number. It's on your screen. If not, you should have luck because I done forgot the motherfucker. 504-475-4758414. Really? All right. Really? I almost remember. Yeah, I don't like that number. I picked it. They didn't have much to pick from. 8414. I like right. it. I don't know. It's got, got a ring to it. Yeah, ring, got a good ring to it if I can remember it, but yeah. I can't remember it, so it's a shit number. I remember it. Allie's got his, uh, Mayday's got his gray shirt on, and I did have a thought this week while listening back to last week's show. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Fun to kick you. Ah! Kick your dog. <laughs> kick your dog. A lot less fun to, to commend you on something. Ah! But that's what I got to do, because that's the thought I had this week. I'm listening back to the show, and you pulled some fucking clip or song or something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was ridiculously fast. And I know it wasn't like on a hot key because it was a, a topic that came up. Randomly. Like very randomly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, do within milliseconds. <laughs> like it was to the point where I go, I don't understand how he even fucking did that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was thank freakish. And I that. like been a fan of like what you, your art form thank that you, you yeah. do. Yeah. I've been a fan of that since like Fred Norris. All right. On Howard Stern. Oh, okay. All right. And he was good with his very few clips. You take like what he did and make that bitch 40 years later. Does that make sense? You're definitely next level. I've never heard anybody I, do clips like you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That means yeah, a lot. It was a, it was a freakish moment that way. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, that's like magical shit. That's where you are doing what you do. You brought that. That's like a... You made that a, like a talent, like a, a skill that had to be... Invented. Practiced, yeah. refined, right, right. and like, you know, Thank you're at you. that point. You're a freak with that Thank thing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, yeah. and I will say, you give me the catalyst to do it. I couldn't oh. do that just randomly. If you, you know? could like play 2K, a third as good <laughs> as that Lima, hey I'd man, be fucking, I'd buy you fucking next gen. <laughs> I'm working on uh, Rocket League, all right? I'm, I'm holding on right, to Rocket the same, League. Ain't yeah. the same, man. Ain't the same. We could beat a bunch of 12 year olds. Like, <laughs> I need some retail therapy to get that new system soon. <laughs> That's right, man. You can't, you can't afford a, an Xbox because the motherfuckers at home playing fucking Predator 12. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, dude. I wish fucking they came out with a Predator. Predator fucking. versus the giant orangutan. That <laughs> is Xbox money on the toy. Yeah, there you go. The piggy bank got broken. <laughs> hey, I will say, too. When I'm having fun, those kind of things just naturally happen. I don't even have to think about it. You know what I mean? What? The having the clips and all that. Kind oh, of all right. Stuff, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like this one, I'm having a good time on the show, and everybody's just gelling, and it's just moving. I don't even think about those yeah, kind of I things. I had a great you know? time. 
Yeah, me too. The past couple shows have been really entertaining. I gotta say, really, yeah, good time. Uh, uh, I think yes. your re- regular life's just miserable. So this, <laughs> this is somehow an improvement. <laughs> That's not that. nice. Hey, come on. Well, Allie is here. It's National Respect We Man Night. So <laughs> what? Yeah, We Man must be respected we tonight. Man? Yeah, We Man. Like <laughs> yeah, We Man. Man, you don't know what a Jackass? We Man is? <laughs> from Jackass? Hey, Jackass, little guy. The angry one? It's women or men who identify as we men. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is going on with the world What are you today? eating over there, bugs? <laughs> <laughs> you guessed it. Carrots. Ain't Baby even carrots. dipping that in nothing. Just eating them straight into the microphone. Dipping them in my fucking mouth. Yeah. That's good. Feels like we had the goddamn uh, nature <laughs> preserve. What's up, Doc? Feeding those cows running behind the thing. Did you know you didn't know what FOMO was, neither? I didn't know what FOMO I was. I did. Was. Y'all are like a hundred. Oh, I've been new at that one. Oh, was. shit. All right. Uh, co- Dr. Phil. <laughs> the co producer. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil. I don't know how she knew that. I know that Dr. Phil. I like Jeez. Dr. Phil, man. We were talking about a disorder. We need to talk have, about the Dr. Phil at FOMO. I should have never complimented you. Now <laughs> we're going to get an explanation Actually, of like clip notes. A good voice fucking for Dr. Tolkien Phil. clip notes I mean, on every I'm clip now. I'm telling you what FOMO is, Al. <laughs> I'll tell you. Catch so me the co producer during the week sent me, sent me FOMO since we're on a topic of those words that I can't say. Now, though. I like easy peasy because it's oh, fucking right. funny. Because it's yeah. funny now when somebody uses it, I, I laugh. Really? Like really now, I fixed it. I fixed my problem. See, oh, I did a little self analysis. Oh, I'm like, why am I so angry? Because I don't <laughs> like easy peasy. Oh. So then we made a joke about it. And now when somebody says it, I just picture them like uh, dead nuts fucking shriveling up. Oh. <laughs> It's like every time somebody says easy peasy or living the dream, living the dream. they take that uh, rubber band on the testicles like a Heaven's Gate <laughs> and they like give it one full turn Ooh. and another loop around. Oh. So it's one day closer from their fucking sack falling off their body. And that makes me feel better because then I know I don't have to kick it the fuck off of them. <laughs> <laughs> makes my nuts hurt. God yeah. damn. Oh. <laughs> you know, you want to tell people what FOMO means, Allie, since you're such a, a linguist. If anybody wasn't stupid, they would know it means fear of missing out. F-O-M-O. So if you have this, this FOMO problem, it could lead to feelings of depression, fear, anxiety, and stress. <laughs> it is. I used what? to have it. Really? Yeah. That mm-hmm. bad? Like, like I wouldn't really feel like going to something, but I felt like if I didn't go, that like I'd be missing out on something. So then I would try to go to so many things, and it would become really overwhelming because you're like trying to be at every event and trying to do everything, and then eventually, next thing you know, like you got one of those cars that stuffs everywhere, and your rooms piles of shit because all you're doing is running around trying to fucking throw clothes on, get to the next place, hurry up and do it, and your life's a fucking mess. Oh, really? I didn't take it as that physically. Oh, well, going that's what to happened places. to me. I thought it was that you. Uh, like social media, how rapid the flow of information is. No fear of missing out on something. What would it have I to do with social anything. media? 
Because it says uh, it was introduced in 2004 to describe the eating a motherfucking carrot into the <laughs> microphone. Motherfucking wee man. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> wee man going to get shot the out of fucking the fucking talent. Is that is a wee man really a midget or whatever? No, man. Wee man, right? Wee man. What the fuck is a wee man? I don't know. It's fucking Martin Felix, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what the fucking wee man? I don't know, man. Is it like a little person? I don't know if I just fucking read this shit. I'm a poor. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> yeah, it said it was in 2004 to describe the phenomenon observed on social... 2002? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not going to talk anymore. Fuck off then. I was reading it to you. That's not how a conversation works. So right. We'll just move on to something else. Oh, come on. We want to know, know about FOMO. I don't want to sit here and fight through that. I'm not going like, to talk. You realize you. what that's like having, trying to have a conversation. You can't. I'm not going to talk or chew. Fuck, let's talk about birds. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, I thought I had that back in the day with like Drudge Report. I would refresh it thinking that something was going to change, but then the time I was sitting there reading it, <laughs> Same thing. I read two articles, got to be something new by now, <laughs> and I would like refresh it, but I never remember like feeling any kind of fucking way about it. Really? <laughs> Except right. maybe impatient. Yeah. I could see that. Like okay. Drudge Report was the first site that I remember, like, how fast the news would come, you know, through it, way before social media and stuff. I thought you were going to say something. You just wanted to I was have going a to, outburst. but you didn't let me. It says, anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening somewhere. I don't really know what that means. Mine is, see, this is like not knowing or missing out. I guess I thought mine was more of like I was scared to miss out on something, so I would try to be at or involved in everything. What the fuck were you going to miss out on? This seems like it's something else. What were you doing there that you, you had to be there? I don't know. <laughs> I was younger, man. I was dumb as fuck. Right. Now I don't want to go nowhere. I'm <laughs> just saying like, it out. back then, like I, I think it was like I didn't want to miss out on something. Like something oh. special might happen and I'm not going to be there. Yeah, I'm gonna no. regret not like witnessing or being Armageddon song, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't wanna miss the thing. Yeah, yeah. Who would have known? That was about FOMO. <laughs> no, it go, is. Steven. <laughs> so I guess this is saying, this is saying, anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening, often aroused by posts seen on social media. So maybe this is like you're seeing everybody else doing stuff, and you're like. Getting anxiety, feeling trying to like, take four vacations. I wish a year. I could do that, or I should be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never really had either. that necessarily. I just. Oh, it says symptom. Did you have all this already? What? You have more on this? No, I kind of dumb with it. Oh, because it kind of explains. <laughs> That's I, I found right. a thing. If you got, if you think you have that, and you're listening out there, go to the doctor. It's saying that, like, okay, did y'all see? Excuse me, did y'all see that movie? Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, yes, man. Did y'all see that movie? Yes, man. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yes, man. Well, it was, um, it was, what's it called? Carrie, Jim Carrie. I was gonna say Drew Carrie. I don't know why, but it's Jim Carrie. And this thing says here, one of the symptoms of FOMO is always saying yes. It's saying you scared to say no because you don't want to miss out on occasion. So you fucking just go to everything. That was something I was doing. If somebody invited me somewhere, all right, sure. And next thing you know, your whole life is just you doing a bunch of dumb shit that a bunch of assholes wanted you to do. It's crazy. Or like if you get if you exclude like if you miss out on something, people feel negative or excluded. Um, people that are constantly on social media. I wish media, I'd miss out on this whole fast fucking thing. Fast paced lifestyle, one hobby to the next. All right, thank you. 
Aliopedia. You brought this up. I know, and now I'm going to move on from it. Right? right? Jesus. That's an estrogen-filled topic. (laughs) (laughs) That bitch belong on the daytime shows. Yeah, that's what they be fucking talking about. Yeah, bring it. And now we're going to bring in Johnny. Johnny's got FOMO. Here's Johnny. (laughs) Johnny the homo with the FOMO. He's a mess. He's a wreck. This fucking kid don't know whether he's coming or going, but he feels like he should be somewhere. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Let's boost up the testosterone and talk about some sports. Get a job, boots. What a dumb shit. You get them boots. I hate shows about sports on shows that are not about sports. I don't know how to explain that. Dude, I'll listen to, like, Pelican's, uh... What are they called? Man, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Locked on Pelicans. Really good show. Dude yeah. post every day. Shows are, are short, though. Like 15 minutes at that. And if you fast forward through all those commercials <laughs> he does, like I do, then uh, you can really get down to the meat of things, be done in 10 minutes on your quick drive to work or something like that yeah. before you get halfway there if you decide to move out of town from where you make a living. You contemplating this on the way to work? What? You contemplating that? I don't know what that means. I listened to. He had FOMO on the way to work. Yeah, Yeah, it's a lot of statistics and like things like that, which I enjoy, and it's a good ride to work to listen to the Pelicans, uh, locked on Pelican show. Guy does a really good job, and uh, you actually do learn a lot of shit. So that's a nice uh, ride to work. I couldn't. I don't want to listen to political shit or anybody. It's like uh, too early. Audience baiting. Uh huh. I just like to go and listen to the show. It'll recap. There's something going on like during the season. It's something every night. Either a game just happened or a game's about to happen. or And it's kind of nice and relaxing, man. Right. So anyway, that's my morning listen to there. But I wanted to do like a layman's review of the upcoming season. And also it helps me. It gives me a reason to maybe think about it a little bit. All right. So, dude, I just went and got the roster. I'll put it in. So, I'm going to do Pelicans for Dummies. I'll teach you. <laughs> and, dude, the, the nut bus is going to get full, right? The Make room on the nut bus. The nut them nut riders, oh, boy. Oh, really? All right. Oh, yeah, the them board. nut riders. I don't mind, though. I'm like, I don't want to give them a hard time, man. Jump on the bus. Get on the nut. Spot on the nut. Nut riders. Like, come on. That's a good thing. You hope a team in something that, like, uh, you were interested in like some people get up people get upset right it's like a competition sometimes like it's kind of like with the saints dude a lot the nut riders all jumped on saints already had a pretty steady fan base so then when the nut riders jumped on that's a lot of people it's popular you know what i'm saying sure sure and it's hard not to it's hard to not be like mad at those people or like knock them or like here, because now everybody's on, on your bus. You've been having a nice bus. Bitch got stripper pole, fucking loud ass sound, fog machine, cool lights, them little glow light running thing, and a nice fucking bus. And you had it to yourself, right? <laughs> Nobody's on that bitch. I love right. it. I mean, <laughs> let's think about it realistically, though. 
It wasn't that nice of a motherfucking bus. <laughs> that bitch had some fucked up ass shocks. <laughs> Half the time you're riding on the thing going, I don't know why the fuck I'm riding on, on this. It, yeah. And do whatever you on the nut bus, the, the, the Pelican bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bitch got one flat tire that you ain't <laughs> stopping and fixing. That motherfucker, boom, 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 boom. And like before you get anywhere, if it's like a three hour drive, right? Yeah. Before you get to the end, like one of your favorite fellow bus riders dead or something. <laughs> like died on the bus. Like they got sitting there for another hour with a dead body. Like <laughs> you ain't Jeffrey. Yeah. So dude, the bus is shit, right? And man, the, the dude that on the bus be like, man, I'm gonna fix this fucking bus. Yeah, like, don't worry, we're gonna get this. We're gonna fix it up one day. And then they put a new tire and you're like, oh, it's got a new tire. And then yeah. the front tire go out and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> you're like, man, look, this bus is fucked up. The driver don't want to drive it yeah. no more. And they're like, fuck it, we get rid of the driver. Man, you get a new driver. This right. new driver, pretty good. Yeah, and then right. they're, they're like the, the LinkedIn lottery happens. And you get another fucking person that on riding on the bus helping out. And this motherfucker really good, too. And you're like, oh, shit, this kind of fun. Then he fall out and twist his ankle or something. And they're like, oh, he can't be on the bus no more for a while. <laughs> Just going to have to ride without him. <laughs> Next thing you know, though, man, they're getting some more people keep jumping on the bus. And you're like, man, this is a nice bus now. And then they put the pole in, them lights and everything, yeah, the yeah. leather seats. And you're up. like, this yeah. fucking awesome. You're like, man, finally, air conditioning blowing cold than a motherfucker. You're like, you know what? Finally. This a nice bus to be on. Right, right, right. Then the nut riders come. Uh-oh. And they pile in the bus. <laughs> and they in the bus and they ride on the bus for about an hour. And then they're going to tell everybody on the bus about how the bus wasn't that nice. But now it's a nice bus and they know all about the fucking driver and the mechanic. They know all about them and... And they, you know, they know the whole history and everything. And you're like, oh, man, just shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> oh. Like, you just got on this bus. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so I can understand how people get aggravated with the new people on the bus. But though I, I love them. Like, they're great. You love the new bus? I love the nut riders. Nut rider on the bus. Being on the right, bus. Yeah. You know why? Because I like a nice bus. Oh. Like, yeah, you want to be on a shitty bus all by yourself and think you get some kind of reward because you watch a TV show that other people like, that show sucks, I quit watching it? Like, I get it. So, uh, <laughs> so man, right now, the bus is super nice. Yeah, they, yeah. Got, they got plugs in a lot of the tires and shit can go off the fucking Any road second. real right, quick. Right, right. right, That air conditioning was on viral parts. Like. <laughs> <laughs> But right now, the general overview of the team that I'll give is that it's a nice bus right now. Come on, nut riders, get on here. Look, don't forget, go to the games, buy fucking buy some concessions while you're there. Got lots of beer and shit. Like Do the chants. I want you to be loud. Right. They got different chants. I'll yeah. teach you some of them as yeah, we go yeah. through the roster. Sure. Like, go and do your part, man. It's not good enough for you just to buy a hat and fucking, uh, oh, even if it's a visor. A visor. Who buys a visor? Yeah, them people, people that wear them visors. Because you're going to get, like, LSU not doing that good and the Saints not uh, doing that good. So those those nut riders of, like, LSU and the Saints, they're going to have to get new visors. Oh, but the Pelicans are <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, they might okay. even get some Pelican Crocs to fucking uh, smack their fucking fat feet in. Uh, 
slosh of <laughs> yeah. like stubby toes. Oh, sweaty. Like, so looking, sweaty. Oh, oh, them sweaty. Do they have Pelican feet. Crocs? I'm sure. Man. I hope they, they got, don't. They got everything Crocs. Crocs are like fucking Foco Pops, man. They got them all. <laughs> <laughs> they blow mold that shit to anything. <laughs> <laughs> So look, man, here's the roster. I'm going to teach you a little bit about First of all, I'm going to go in order as the head on the ESPN roster. So that's uh, not doing favoritism. Willie Hernan Gomez. MVP. I never liked that motherfucker. I always was just disappointed in him, right? Then his brother Honcho come out with that movie Wancho. with Adam Sandler. Whatever, Honcho, Wancho. Wancho. They do a lot of things like with Honcho. letters that don't. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that. they got a lot of letters and things going on with their names. Because yeah. I won't get it the fucking like Willie. right there. Yeah, so his brother come out with uh, a movie with Adam Sandler. And I thought that was really good. It kind of actually made me uh, like Willie Billy a little more. Willie Billy. I call him Willie Billy. Because he used to be Willie Hernan Gomez or whatever the damn name is. Maybe Willie, it's Willie Hancho it Gomez. You had it correct. Willie Herman Gomez. I didn't really care for him. Then he changed his name. Say he didn't want to be called Willie no more. He wanted to be called Billy. Yeah. It was <laughs> that weird. shit made me mad. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I get it. You don't want to be Willie. Pick a different fucking name. You go, why you go with Billy? It's so close to Willie. Like, and they did it like in mid-season too. So like it the coaches get <laughs> fucked up before. I think it was Gentry. He was probably shit for fucked. And it was like, man, now a dude that I didn't care for his game very much. Now he's going doing dumb things with his name. So I never really, and he was trying to take, he was taking uh, minutes away from Jackson Hayes. So actually Jackson Hayes was playing poorly enough to where he's kind of giving them to him. But I wanted to see Jackson out there. Especially if we're not going to win, I would rather see some oh shit moments. And Jax can give you those. He'll fuck up about 20 plays in a row, but he give you that oh shit one. Uh, Willie Billy, he was just going to do a little bit here and there, play shitty defense, but make some some offensive shots. I kind of like that name now. It's better than whatever that that thing is. Oh, no, now no. Wait, well, so uh, during this summer, uh, coming back uh, to this year, uh-huh. Willie Billy wins the the Euro League Championship MVP, like of what? the whole league, wins the MVP. And dude, we're talking uh, Jokic was in it. What? Uh, Luka Doncic played in a lot of NBA dudes played in this, so it ain't like no joke league. Damn. He won the fucking MVP. So now the dude's an MVP. I ain't going to lie, I watched him the other night, and I kind of like his ass. I'm like, really? all right, I all see right, it. Right. I see it. Finally, he got at least in the cool level. Now he's got some. Okay. So I'm watching, he's shooting free throws, and that's when you would normally do your chance, you know? Perfect timing for the crowd to get behind their guy. And they don't do it the first time. And uh, I was like, man, I wish they'd give him an MVP chance. That would be fucking cool. Nice. Well, dude, the nut riders stepped up. And did it, dude. Really? Second time he goes to the the uh, the free throw line, they start the MVP chant. And I oh. thought that was so cool. And to just have like an NBA MVP chant for a guy who's like comes off the bench in a preseason game, that's next level shit. Like I gotta give it to the uh, to the nut riders, man. The they, Pelicans they fan up? base uh, uh-huh. is incredible. Really? All right. As far as fans, and it's weird because it's not supposed to be a basketball city and all this bullshit that people talk, 
they're smart. Like every time I'm sitting at home, I'm like, I wish this would happen. Dude, not long. They start doing it. Like they, they we're yeah. on that, that uh, wavelength together and they actually do it. It's, it's a fucking rare thing. No shit. That's cool. Yeah, that's something magical that only a crowd who's engaged would do. Can do, right. right. So yeah, it's yeah. not just like, yeah, fans. You got people like taking a active interest in it. Sure. That's cool to hear. And the Nut Riders are playing right along with it. They're probably like, oh, we cheer MVP for this guy. They don't even know why they're probably doing it. They don't care. <laughs> but yeah. the right people started it, and it sure. followed through. Hey. Uh, John Butler. That dude must be a rookie or something. I never even, I ain't even seen him. He might have played Summer League, but I don't know. I didn't watch. I watched a little bit, but I wasn't very uh, engaged in that. Zalen Cheatham. Cheatham? The Cheatham. Cheatham. Like that name. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He don't really get a lot of playing time, but I like I like uh look at him. He got a cool look. That goes a long way for me. And basketball, it's not like football where you stick a motherfucker in a helmet and all them pads. Yeah, like you, you kind of see these guys, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Their hair's on display, their, right. their face, the, their expressions are on display. And it seems like a way more personal game with the audience and the the sure. players. I'll give you that. Just yeah. because of the lack of of covering right i mean yeah. you see the face you the expressions and everything and the camera angles and the cameras now are so good God damn, like right. you really do feel like you get to know somebody's personality as at least their personality on a basketball court sure. and that's a totally different thing but to me i'll judge somebody on the basketball court almost more than somebody in their home life because on sure. the court like that's, that's so uncontrolled yeah. right you're yeah. in high stress situations sure. you're in, like what do you do do you fold battle, do you step right. up do right. you get locked in like you could really tell player. a lot about yeah uh Cibron, that's a rookie man he's pretty good long really? lanky dude really think Cibron's good i think he's good for for what he is and when they picked him i don't even think they drafted him. might be undrafted that's sabron james uh, Plowden, I ain't gonna say his, uh, <laughs> his first name. Daquan. Yeah, he's another rookie. He's pretty good. He's a, he reminds me of a young Etwan Moore. Etwan. <laughs> Just kind of never gonna do nothing too crazy, but kind of a solid basketball player. But he's not gonna get much playing time, so don't know. Uh, if he does, that means that the Nut Riders probably be off the bus because like <laughs> oh, half yeah. the team's injured. Uh, Petty Jr., yeah, another. These are a bunch of rookies. I don't even remember him from Summer League, so he probably didn't do much. Dyson Daniels, dude, this dude's pretty cool. He looks a lot like Jackson Hayes. This is another one where if you take a black man athlete and mix it with, like, a redhead athletic white woman, you could get, like, a, a basketball player. <laughs> dude, that's the magic chemistry. If you want to, like, go make a good basketball player, that's what you got to do. Like, that's what Madonna was trying to do with Dennis Rodman back in the day. Dude, if they would have actually had a kid, oh, I'm talking. <laughs> they would have huh? been chanting MVP for him, I guarantee. Yeah, it seems to be like some kind of genetic, uh, almost perfect success rate. So we got that dude, Dyson Daniels, man. I got to tell you, his fucking defense was awesome. He, You can tell his family made vacuum cleaners <laughs> and air purifiers. He was sucking up all them goddamn uh, them rebounds and really? making some steals. Very reminiscent of a less flashy Lonzo Ball to where uh, he can't really shoot. 
but he can do everything else. He's like a long guard, plays a lot of defense, and uh, no emotion. Got about as much uh, emotion as my Dyson air filter. <laughs> but that could change. Maybe it's just, uh, you know, he's young, like 19 years old. Oh, God, huh? Come from Brody, Australia, I, really? think, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Jose Alvarado, dude, this kid's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's back. He's been playing for a little while, right? So, dude, little Jose get, is undrafted, undersized guard, right? All right. Undrafted. They pick him in. They got to bring, like, those guys I was reading earlier. They bring some undrafted guys in. They're cheap as fuck. Hmm. You bring them in. They play the summer league to get to learn some plays and kind of get into the figure out what they an idea what to do. And then I believe... They use them then to play against the team in practice. Oh, really? Oh, that's kind of cool. They have more guys at yeah. practice yeah. so you can fill out two squads to, sure. to practice again. Yeah. Against. And uh, he got brought in, I think, for that reason, right? But then injuries and shit last year happened to where... Fucking going... You going down on... <laughs> I'm done, time, though. Right? I'm done. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Some shit happened last year where the dude gets actually on the court and then made the best and most of his opportunities out there. And his stealing and aggravating. He's the fucking Mexican goddamn Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Patrick Beverly, one of my favorite players like of all time. Just to how I like to watch that little dude work his ass off. He's trying twice as hard as everybody out there to make up for his lack of size. When I don't have in size, I'm going to give you in pure fucking energy and I'm going to aggravate the fuck out of everybody that's not on my team. I might even aggravate our team if I feel needed. <laughs> bit, like, yeah, that's yeah. him. Like, he's going to give you that. And, they, every time. and those aggravating so you know, players... He's Puerto Rican. That's not Mexican. Sorry. Okay. I just if, make if that's sure offensive, you knew, maybe it it's might, a step it up for Puerto Rican. I don't know. Maybe he'd be like, oh, he thought I was Mexican. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you. I go, everything I go by is from UFC. So it's like they don't have a lot of Puerto Rican fighters. I don't know if I've even seen one. So I threw them in with the fucking Mexicans. They got good fighters, man. No disrespect. Okay. Don't disrespect Jose. Jose looks so little, right? You like you look he at him, you're like little bit. He's small. Yeah. He probably yeah. taller than my, you. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, I think no. he's almost six foot. I'm six two. You six two? Yeah. You don't look six two. Ah. <laughs> Jose, fuck you up, man. Jose will run. Fucking I don't know sick. why you told me he was from Mexico. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he's six foot. Alright, yeah, that's the that's fucking so tall. Yeah, it is. So you think, so man, tall. on TV it looks small next God. to the fucking seven footer. Really seven feet fucking tall. Yeah, some of these dudes yeah. are insanely tall, right? Jeez. Speaking of tall people, Jonas Valanciunas. I really liked Steven Adams. Steven Adams is a very fucking likable basketball player, so it was almost sad that he left. And I say almost because Valanciunas is equally as fucking cool guy. Has some funny shit he does in the interviews and a good solid like center. Kind of almost a. I don't like the centers that won't go fucking shack it up in the paint and they just want to stay over there and buy on the three point line and then they end up fucking putting them at uh, power forward because you, you seem to still need that in. I think maybe not in the playoffs, but you definitely need a lineup like that to get through the regular season. Just a slower paced game, get somebody inside that can get some sure, easy points. 
and Valanciunas can play inside a little, a lot, a little, and outside a little. I don't think he's dominated any one of those ranges, but he's a good, solid, all-around kind of modern-day center. Nice. So yeah, cool guy. Uh, Herb Jones, another dude. This Herb dude got Jones. drafted in the second round. Usually, those guys get little playing time on a decent team, and uh, get taken out for the playoffs to put in some mature guys. Herb Jones gets picked and like supposedly, I guess, in practice and everything. Willie Green was like, "Nah, this kid's fucking good. He's starting." Really? And so, man, not not long into last season, Herb Jones becomes a starter, and it's not even a question of whether should Herb start or not. Herb and, uh, Jones. That's fucking cool from a second round dude that uh, another guy got an opportunity, made the most of it, and is like overachieving. So He's right there, you already got two guys that are overachieving. They re-signed Larry Nance Jr., yeah, real yeah. cool, lineage player, where his dad was a basketball player. He's a super nice, seems like super nice guy, very professional, gets the game, knows his role. He's not like, he's past the time of, uh, I'm going to be a superstar or whatever. He's just like, I'm a solid basketball player. I'm going to do whatever the team needs for me to do to make them better. And he does seem like a cool, like, veteran guy that's helping a very young team to uh in certain moments, you gotta sure, gotta have that dude. And he you know? scores too. I was like, God damn. Yeah, and he's I coming off an damn. injury, so I don't think we've gotten a scene as him on the Pelicans like at a hundred percent. Because I right. think I think Nance can fly. Yeah. Like I think he can got some fucking crazy dunks in him. Like he's super athletic, dude. Hmm. But yes, just all around solid guy. I don't have no nicknames for him or nothing. I just call him Larry Nance. We'll go back to Alvarado because I forgot I'm supposed to be teaching these fucking nut ride or something. <laughs> so, dude, we thought, Jose, 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 Jose. Oh, Jose. Uh, you hear it a lot when I watch uh, soccer games or UFC fights when they're in, in some countries. I like Jose, 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 no. Jose. No, Jose, no. Jose, Jose, Jose. Yeah, it's some Jose, kind of fight song. Yeah. Jose. Yeah. But they turn into a cheer at sporting events. So I always thought that that would have been real cool if they did that to Jose. We would sing it around the house when we're watching the games. Dude, lo and behold, a couple of games later, next thing you know, the whole fan base is is singing it at the games. And Mm -hmm. that is fucking incredible to me, too. And the feeling you get from somebody, the more they did interviews with the dude and you just know the story of, like, somebody overachieving or somebody, like, fighting the obstacles like dude as a short dude and and growing up being one of the smallest kids on on a in a class in school and shit anybody like that was short in sports that's instantly you got I, i'm 50 percent with you already <laughs> it's hard for you to fuck it up amazing chris paul did but it's hard <laughs> for me not to at least like enjoy you i think my favorite player growing up was chris jackson mohammed abdul rolf rolf he changed his name he become muslim he didn't blow himself up, but nobody else that we know of, so he's cool. <laughs> it's all good. Just shoot the fuck out of them threes. But anyway, very cool with uh, Jose. So, And also, they, they nicknamed him Grand Theft Al- Alvarado, which is cool a cool name. Yeah, Grand Theft Alvarado. Yeah, like that. stealing all right. shit. All right. And he went on a little media tour, like, after the season because everybody fell in love with him nationwide. It wasn't really? just a Pelicans thing. So, like, just to watch that dude's rise... I was worried that this year would be a disappointment, but come out on the preseason and out of the three games, 
he already like had his game. He got a player of the game and looked yeah, fucking nice. better than he did last year. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. awesome. One of them dudes you pull for. Larry, uh, Trey Murphy, the third trigger man. Trigger Trey. God damn it, dude. So they got, got Anthony Daniels on the broadcast with the dude I never remember his name. Are we talking about Antonio Daniels? Yeah, Antonio Daniels and, and um, Joel Myers. And Joel, yeah. Joel? Can never What's remember Joel his doing name. There? Joel Myers. Joel does all kinds of stuff. We'll, really? Yeah, he popped up in that NBA documentary, too. Really? Yeah, Joel's been around a while. Really good broadcaster. And uh, Daniels getting a little bit better. Like, it was weird at first because we got rid of one AD, but then we kept one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird to have two ADs. He's in the one the same that program. said, what had happened was. <laughs> yeah. Dude, him and Joel, funny as fuck. They play off each other. So they call Trey Murphy third. They call him Trigger. Uh Well, Joel said, like, Trigger. And fucking Antonio's like, no, you got to say it with an A. You can't can't have the (laughs) hard. Don't say it with the hard. And then Joel's like, oh, right, right, Trigger. (laughs) So they hear this old white dude fucking saying that shit. And Antonio Daniel's like goofing on him, telling him, no, you got to use the A. I was like, (laughs) dude, that just shows you like how in touch even the broadcasters are with their fan base. I'm telling you, man, I'm watching the Saints today and it's becoming more and more obvious. I had more fun and enjoyed watching a preseason Pelicans game than the product that's been given to me for NFL game. Like just boring? Huh? It was boring? Yeah, and just seems like so out of touch. Like it seems like an old man game. Like the jokes they make and shit, I'm like, who are they fucking making this? this for oh yeah they said something really weird like, today when i'm listening to joe and antonio daniels it's more they they're saying and like open up and Present have day, jokes yeah. with each other that that we have like a shit that we think is funny sure so really cool those those two are great and uh you know trigger man's trigger man's a shit boy trigger. he went off tonight i don't know if they won or not but he like started scoring his ass off the dude like caught fire. He's one of the few people we haven't had. He had 27 points tonight, and I don't think he played at all in the fourth quarter because he had 27 in the third. So pretty crazy. He's one of them dudes that can, if he gets hot from three, That's you it. better go jump and stand Power. in front of him and yeah. do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, we beat the ass. Yeah, he had 27 points. It was like a 2K game. Damn. Like his stats from three were like ridiculous. I think the Pelicans at one point were shooting like forty point nine from three, and he was doing the majority of the shooting. Really? You no know, one fucking Graham. We won one eleven to ninety seven. Yeah, so trigger when he shoots the three. There you go. Remember that one, Nut Riders. Trey Murphy <laughs> at twenty seven points. Uh, Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple's from here. His family owns a suit business. So it's like, hey, man, he's an old dude you can have on the roster to be around, help the young guys, kind of you know, like more of a coach on the court. And when he's on the court, his job is to like not fuck up but not really do anything. So I think it's a good thing to have like a local dude. Yeah, he's old. He's like 36 years old. And he gets to be around his family, help maybe with the business. So yeah. I don't mind him as long as he's not on the he's court. He's actually the oldest person on the team because it shows you their birthdays on this nice chart that you put on here. And um, he's the oldest person on the team. Devontae Graham. I call him Jimmy Graham because of the other Jimmy Graham. I get them mixed <laughs> up sometimes. 
And I don't... <laughs> Man, this little dude, he come from Charlotte, like, what, two years ago now? And I thought maybe he had potential to be really good. He's like, uh, was a clutch shooter. Like, this dude could hit threes and, you know, clutch threes too. And he hit one clutch three since he's been a Pelican, and it was pretty awesome. But other than that, he kind of not shooting good. And the sad thing is... That's all that dude's potential to be is, is a good shooter. Like, his defense ass, he's undersized. He's a little, uh, like, same height as Alvarado. He's 6'1". And never drives in. Doesn't, like, I don't know. He don't have a lot in his bag. He's pretty much going to hit an open three. And you know what? He didn't really do that too much last year. Nah, one game in preseason, first game. He shot a lot, made a lot. So if he's shooting and the threes are going in, it's worth him being on the court. If he's not hitting threes, he hurts the team. So, like, dude, like, (laughs) fucking Jose's been shooting extremely well, but he's also giving you that uh, energy level. He's giving you a lot more defense. He's going to take a charge. He's probably going to get punched in the mouth at least once. He's, like, giving you a lot more. But his fall off from, he's going to give you assist, layups, that little floater he's got is fucking awesome. So he's going to give you a lot. And the drop off of his scoring to me is not worth putting Graham in. But Graham's getting paid more money and he's a veteran. So he'll probably see some minutes until they they need to win. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Najee Marshall. Najee Marshall is one of them dudes. He's like a worker. Najee just put in fucking work, a good support guy. He's been there for a long time, so it's nice to see him supporting guys who are, like, worth being supported, I guess is a good way to put it. But just your all-around fucking workhorse. He's like Winston on Ghostbusters. <laughs> the big Twinkie. Do B.I. Brandon Ingram. Woo-woo. How's he looking? Awesome. <laughs> he can't know. play, but he looks awesome. He's got yeah. the throw out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he said he's done with the brand. We don't know. Who knows? Man, Brandon Ingram is one of them dudes where you don't never know if he's just fucking with you. He is a basketball savant. I've been knowing that. Like, I know that Brandon Ingram's kind of, like, sick with it, like with basketball. You got some, a lot of these dudes on the team. I don't know about this team, but usually I would think on a team, you got a lot of guys that it just becomes their job, right? They got other interests. They got families. And they got this job where they play basketball. You got some people like Brandon Ingram, Jordan, Kobe, people like that, that they're like nuts. They're obsessed with the game of basketball. And I think to reach that higher, highest level, top five, you almost have to be. And I think Brandon Ingram, that's him. He's basketball. That's his life. That's pretty cool, though. That's everything. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. And, yeah, incredible. Pretty sure it do get baked too. Oh, Incredible. Dude, huh? He always looks loaded. I always yeah, wonder if that's sleepy. just his eyes or I think he's some people's sleepy. eyes just look like Herb Jones' eyes is low too. And on unlike media representation, BI seem real low key. Yeah. But you can if you like seen enough shit, like little Instagram poses, him in the back, little moments. Dude, he's a clown, bro. I think yeah. he's thrown off. Like a one of the realest dudes. You watch. Like, when I watch shit with him, this last uh, interview he did with CJ, and they, they like, you can watch it in real high quality on ESPN. 
And he's just like a cool ass fucking dude. I would want to hang out with that motherfucker and like goof off. He's just that dude that just seemed real chill, funny. And when you see those other behind the scene things that the NBA and the Pelicans don't put out, hey, there's a reason why he just stay real chill because I don't think majority of people couldn't handle Brandon <laughs> Ingram. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The cameras are on. Put that bitch at two. I ain't giving you the whole BI. That's right. just for. That's private. For, right, right. I like that. It's too Preserved. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even when I'm watching them and I'm seeing them, I know. I'm like, I know. Like, hey, I ain't falling for that, sure, right? Sure. Easily my favorite player on the Pelicans, and I think he is the franchise right now. I like that. Not everybody will believe it, and we'll we'll maybe get further. But I'm saying, in my mind, Brandon Ingram's is the Pelicans franchise. Kyra Lewis Jr. Yeah. Uh, that dude's overrated. Anybody he's got tells you hair. anybody uh. tells you that he's good, them never watched him play. I don't care what the team says. I don't care what Joel says. Dude, they, they, I keep hearing how fast he is. Yeah, he's fast for nothing. <laughs> like, I don't care how fast you run up and down. He can't play defense even close to as good as Alvarado. He can't shoot as good as Graham. And he's undersized and always had trouble finishing. So it's like, yeah, he's fast. This ain't a fucking track meet. You got to actually get the ball <laughs> in the basket or you got to get the ball from the other team. <laughs> if you can't do one of those, I don't care how fast you fit. This ain't a time trial, man. Ain't nobody keeping track. <laughs> I'm glad you went up and down, back and forth on the court before the other team could shoot, but we didn't need to. So anyway, yeah, uh, he'll be gone. I think he'll be gone. He's been injured for a long time. Get him out of <laughs> there. Boy fucking broke Mach 3 and fucking burnt oh, his shoes to his feet. <laughs> CJ McCollum. Dude, CJ McCollum always just looked like a fucking nerd to me. <laughs> like even on Portland. Like Portland used to be my, uh, I'll pick another team because the Pelicans were so miserable. I would pick, like, an alternate team. I'd always have that alternate team that i kind of go check in on, and if they made it to the playoffs and the Pelicans weren't in it, I'd kind of be rooting for them. Sure. Usually it was, like, an underdog team or two, right? Like, I ain't just go pick uh, – I wouldn't go get a, on the nut rider bus. I wanted, <laughs> wanted to go yeah, find yeah. somebody's personality I liked. And one, at one time it was the Nets because of um, Patrick Beverly and shit. The Nets. And they got rid of all those guys. But anyway – C.J. McCollum was on a blazer, so I remember watching him, and it was just like if Lillard can't hit a three from a logo or he gets tired, then C.J. would kind of take over a little bit and do some shit. And I always thought he was good, but it was just like he was the plan B to fucking Lillard, right? right, right. Fun fact, he's the second oldest person on the team. All right, he's also, when you think he's a nerd, he really is. I think he's a very smart dude. And uh, he's the head of the Players Association and shit like that. So I thought that was cool as hell that he came to New Orleans because I think he could have kind of went a lot of different places. But he wanted to come here. And I don't know if that's because the, the Players Union wanted to send a spy <laughs> 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 or like a lot of things. Like it's not a fluke that the bus is nice now. Mm. It's not a fluke. This is a lot of things that went into play from – from C.J. McCollum coming here. To, and C.J. McCollum coming here may have had a lot to do with Brandon Ingram signing here long term. Thank you. I think that had a lot to do with it. 
and Willie Green being the coach. So, like, a lot of decisions that were made, and it was Griffin didn't walk in and all these decisions being made overnight. This has been like, he, I think he fucked up more than he did right, but finally got to the right stuff, right? He made a <laughs> right lot of mistakes stuff. until getting to this point. And you never know, were they mistakes or were they things that just had to be done then? Like, people don't think about these sports teams. It's not like a miracle that the players are on the team that they're on, and it's not that the team weren't trying to get the players. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't a magic league where you're just playing a video game and you can pick whoever you want. Like, a lot of things going to play. But, yeah, I think him coming here was great, and it helped change change things. I mean, you got signed Brandon Ingram to a long-term deal, C.J. McCollum to a long-term deal, uh, Zion to a long-term deal and Larry Nance. So you got like a pretty good core that are going to be together for a while. Jackson Hayes next. He got hurt. He'll be gone for two weeks. Jax is like super crazy raw talent. To watch that tall motherfucker, what did they say, 6'11"? 6'11". I, I think he's 7 foot. Dude, he like will run full court, dribbling the ball and shit, and it almost looks like he's falling the whole time, but he's under control. And like a baby giraffe. Ball. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's fucking Just crazy. Bound and <laughs> Great. Uh, fucking baby giraffe with like uh, mixed with a globetrotter. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, dude, he looks out of control, but because of his length and his athleticism, he can do shit that other people can't do. Like there's some people who have uh, skill and have taught themselves and practiced to fucking aggravate the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and there's other people like Allie that just were born to do it. Yeah. But dude, he, he's a freak to where he can do shit. He has the potential to do things that other people just cannot do. And yeah. uh, pulls it off a lot. Like, man, he... <laughs> but when he's bad, he's bad. Like, uh, they actually had center. He's just not strong enough. So he just... Uh, not fun to watch him try to play center. They moved him to power forward. And he did a lot better because he's not trying to play that game of a, a center. And last, Zion Williams. and I think a lot of people would say, this is the franchise player and this is the Pelicans' best player. I don't think. I think he's fucking really good. Yeah, he is really You saw good. that big-ass hearing in his ear? Yeah, he puts <laughs> it back on after the game. <laughs> they don't let him play in it because they don't want somebody's head to get stuck in that <laughs> thing. <laughs> Unless it's Graham. Stick that <laughs> motherfucker in Zion's earring. Dunk him. Um, man, yeah. I forgot how good he was, though. And not even good. Like, uh, Potential? No. Man. Brandon Ingram, to me, is a, an incredible basketball player. The game of basketball. Right? I think Zion's a freak athlete. Yeah. Gotcha skill level and understanding of the game and how many different things Go into about it. it. Yeah. I don't think it's there. I ain't going to say it couldn't get to there, but I don't think it's close to Brandon Ingram's, uh -huh. but he's a fucking freak athlete. They have a dude that big, that heavy, like strong, yeah, yeah. but that can jump as high as he can. Like if you go back and watch some of the the tapes of like him jumping and well you can I I don't think they got it pro but they got it from at like Duke 
Like, here's a dude twice the weight of a lot of guys on the team, and he's jumping higher than them. And he's not, like, super tall. They got him listed at 6'6". 6'6", 284. Jeez, that's a big boy. Oh, yeah, he's big. It's, like, solid, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> the next heaviest person is Jonas Valanciunas at 265. But he's 6'11". So imagine how much is packed in his ion since he's that <laughs> much shorter, five inches shorter. Amazing, like, a dunking ability and force that he has, that he plays with. It's, it's fun to watch, and I forgot. I kind of did forget about it. Took yeah. a year off, right. and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, when he came back, I was like, damn, I forgot what it was like. And then tonight, though, watching the beginning of this game, I remembered also all the bad things. Like, he right. will go up for these out-of-control layups and just absorb the hit, which is the guy bouncing off of him, and then kind of do a layup. But it's not that uh, – I want to say it's not efficient. He's, like, one of the most efficient players. He, but when he's, it's off and they're not going in, it's, yeah. it kind of kind – of, yeah, because you're missing layups. Can't like, make free throws. Uh, tonight, I think he did great. Oh, all right. Like, weird. Streaky, but even on layups, Streaky. like you would just think of a layup as a higher percentage shot. They're like, Oh, Zion's incredible, he's shooting at 87%. It's like, I wouldn't call it shooting, he's laying it up at 87%. How many other players do you know attempt a layup that many fucking times a game? Right, right, right. Like, the majority of the time, they're shooting, right? And you got a guy who's attempting layups the vast majority of possessions, and they got little things. The thing I think to me to watch is usage. Like, when I say usage, I mean, how many shots did they take? Usage of their time or usage of their... Usage, like if Zion's like, how many shots, how many layups is he attempting? And it's like, yeah, he's scoring a lot of points, but... How many times is he doing that? Does it matter if he's scoring it a lot does, of points? It does because it's a high percentage shot. He's got to be scoring like that at 80%. If not, it's better to shoot Brandon Ingram shooting threes at 40% than him, uh, Zion, doing layups at 70% because of math. Oh, yeah, I never was good at that. Okay. <laughs> right, you understand? It's three no. points. I learned this from fucking 2K. All right. So uh, Wyatt called me, tell me how much points he's scoring on fucking his guy. I can't figure it out. I know why it's not better than me at 2K. I know I'm better at 2K than Wyatt. How did my fucking scoring? I'm like, how long is your game? Like, I start trying to figure, is this dude playing regulation time? Like, how are you? He's like, I ain't fuck with it. It's like five-minute quarters. I'm like, damn. Couldn't figure it out. So I go, I'm going to make me a shooter. Shooter. I never made a shooter before. Always uh, defense and finishing. I made a shooter. Dude, I broke the three-point fucking record, and I scored like 40 points my first game. And I'm coming off the bench and not even playing the full game. Like I'm playing like half-minute, rookie minutes. It was my (laughs) rookie first game, and I broke, uh, I think it was 14. I think I tied it of the most made three-pointers. And, uh, and fucking, uh, what's it called? I scored 40 points because your threes add up quick. 
Sure. When I'm playing a, a finisher, man, I'm driving in, I'm driving in, I'm scoring every damn time down, but it's taking me longer to do right. it. Now oh, I just yeah. run down there, call for the ball, shoot a three, and goes in. Nice. Do it again next time. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I found out that shooting those threes. But what I think hopefully we see this year, if everybody stays relatively healthy, I yeah. think you're going to see the bowling ball Zion just bowl all in there. And then kick it out, and that's when you need people to hit those threes. And if Trey Murphy shoots like he did tonight, and they can stay healthy, you're going to see the Pelicans win a lot of games. That bus going to get fucking crowded. <laughs> Wednesday night, October 19th versus the Nets is opening night. Really? Nothing has improved as far as uh, people getting to watch the games. So... I don't know. I think the vast majority of people probably listen to the show won't even be able to figure out how to watch them. And oh. if they do find out how to watch them and the amount of money you would have to spend if you don't already have like Cox or Dish, Dish TV or whatever, if you're just a streaming cut the cord person, probably ain't gonna be watching them, motherfuckers. Yeah. I think it's like thirty dollars a month or something for the Bally's Sports what? Channel. Yeah. Are you serious? If you don't have Cox or oh, Dish Network, so. I don't know. Hopefully, I think Fox actually picked up a preseason game. So maybe you'll see some bigger networks picking them, picking up the uh, games, which would be really cool. Yeah, I picked them up. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Nut Riders, get on that. I'm a nut rider. I'm a nut rider. So, dude, if you're, if you're like into basketball at all, or maybe even, I don't know how far this is stretched, but they got this guy, like seven foot something kid, playing in the G League. He's got some fucking long ass weird name. I can't remember it, but he Wama is a freak. Yama or something. Yeah, Wama Yama. And I'm like, man, why? Like, goddamn, bro. Can we have a break? Like, the regular season ain't even started. You're already going with who's going to be the first draft pick and I, I fucked up and watched some videos and I'm like alright I see why they freaking out this dude's like the opposite of Zion but equally like they're calling him a generational talent this dude could be the next dude in the NBA he's huge he's yeah. like French or something Africa by way of France what? yeah he's good Victor Wamayama I think yeah but anyway dude this dude's super fucking tall like seven something but can uh, dribble Shoot, block, play defense like he's a freak. Really? Damn. Another dude, though, that you wouldn't put at center, but he's got the height of a center, but can dribble and shoot like a guard. Oh, yeah. Damn. And doesn't look awkward. 7'2". He's 18. No giraffe running down the court. (laughs) No. And it's odd that, like, somebody that big and, like, he's not big yet. Like, if he starts to fill out a little bit, it's like, Jesus, you can't imagine what these dudes. (laughs) And he ain't the only one. There's a few of them. Yeah. Right now, like, these new, I'll call them, like, new age centers. And it's like, holy shit, man. Dude, Bol Bol, fucking giant dude. And he's. Bol Bol. Bol Bol Bol. His dad was Manute Bol. Oh, I I love that name, Bol Bol. (laughs) Manute Bol. When he would run down (laughs) the court, you're like, uh, somebody needs to stop him. He looked like he was going to fall apart in the middle of the court. (laughs) He was so skinny and he would run. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Looked like Slender Man. It was scary, but Bobo, his son's got a little more meat on him. Yeah, B O L B O L. Manu Bowl was six, Bobo. was seven foot seven. Yeah, he played on the same team as uh, Spud Webb, I think. Damn. 
I think they played together. What is it? At least a picture of them together that's absolutely incredible. Or Muggsy Bogues. Anyway, going down a weird path. Speaking of weird names, you like Bol Bol or you'll love Ho You Fat. (laughs) Trying to show him Bol Bol. No, that's the guy's name. So the dude Wemin Yamunyu, whatever his name is, he plays on a G League team. And the guy, another guy on his team is called Ho You Fat. It that really is. is that is his fat. name. A Frenchman called Ho You Fat. And so that kind of got a big pop this weekend. And curling off the screen, driving baseline. Ho You Fat with a three. Yes, I just said that. That is that man's name. Don't tweet at me. I don't want to tweet from anybody. That's the man's name. <laughs> God damn, dude, that would be the best day to show up to work if you're like a G League announcer. Like, oh, Ho You Fat is on, oh, man. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I looked that up and he oh, fat with a oh, you, oh, you fat with a three. Yes, I just said that that is that, that man's Apparently like his family had some kind of a like uh control over some kind of like a pier or some kind of place where what do they call it? Like a dock, a loading a dock, dock, a shipping yes, dock. Yeah, somewhere f- <laughs> boats come. But like they were Chinese, like some of his great grandpa was like Chinese, so that's the whole you fat. The three things is actually the Chinese name, but he's a French guy. <laughs> Dude, uh, Netflix came out with a new documentary, The Redeem Team. It's 90 minutes long. It's a documentary about the Olympic team with uh, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James and a bunch of other guys. Um, it's bad. It's not that good of a documentary. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really enjoy, it, especially how good they did with it. What are you giggling about? I couldn't find the dream team thing, so I had to get the A team. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, this one A team. They sucked up for years, and LeBron was on that team. I think LeBron's overrated. I don't think this team would have won a gold medal if Kobe Bryant wasn't on there. The only enjoyable moments of this was the shit with Kobe and about Kobe. And it ain't because Kobe's dead. It's because Kobe's Kobe's a fucking icon. It was a big deal that Kobe died. Not because Kobe died. It's because Kobe was Kobe. Like, this ain't a Coolio situation. (laughs) Dude, yeah, I don't really... Carmelo Anthony was alright. He was a little bit entertaining. But, dude, LeBron is just... uh, He don't have it. He just did not does not have what Jordan and uh, and Kobe had. He just don't got it, man. I tried. Even watching this, I can take. I don't care. It's not like it's not against the Pelicans or sure. I, I don't know. I don't like. I never really did like him. So anyway, documentary wasn't that great. Wasn't yeah. that well done. The stories and stuff in it weren't that great, except for the Kobe parts shit. about Kobe. Yeah. yeah. And it was confusing and hard to follow certain things like yeah, where are we are now, what I are we doing? I believe they got their asses kicked that bad. It's like, jeez, y'all well, y'all got some of the best basketball well, players. They put together a team kinda last minute. It was during the weird shit when like the good team was kind of go- moving on and then they were bringing in new people and they didn't have like a lot of time to prepare and then none of them played well together because they just didn't I, have- see I think it had very little to do with the United States team. I think it was because at first, nobody knew how to play the game. They were, we were winning at a game that only Americans were predominantly playing. And then the foreign teams started figuring out how to play and were playing all year long and getting better and developing their own style of game and playing as a team. And then we just throw these raw athletes who played basketball together 
on a team and team basketball beat the uh, raw, talent. raw talents of individuals. Yeah. Like it was a team against one person at a time. Sure. And when yeah. Kobe got there, that one person was Kobe. <laughs> Pretty much. And Kobe was not going to lose. Like that's Damn. the I don't think LeBron James has got that. Like it's it's just a rare thing, and you it don't probably think Dwayne Wade or whatever. Dwayne did. Wade, no, he don't have. They used to worry about dressing his his son in dress. Oh. he had that earring. Did he? That earring. He in. did have an mm-hmm. earring. He got it from. But uh, they think they boy, they try to sneak it by. So I know now. Zion done fucked it up. He just started to get too braggadocious about it. Wear that big ass earring. It, like everybody just... else didn't really <laughs> notice. Yeah, why are you trying to look like a pirate? <laughs> Yar, but Yar. pirate. Yar. Uh, <laughs> We also watch more of the Jeffrey Dahmer show. Jesus. Uh, dude, don't take Jeffrey's mannequin, Grandma. No. <laughs> dude, that shit was the funniest part. It was good. He got There pissed. was at least two episodes where I did a lot of laughing, and I had a very good time watching the show. It was some funny-ass shit. The fucking mannequin with the grandma, super funny, and uh, I enjoyed that shit. That might have been my favorite moment of this thing so far. Who took it? The grandma. the grandma took the what? fucking mannequin. And when yeah. he found out she threw it away in the dumpster and they already took it, he's really mad. <laughs> he threw oh. something. I don't he know what it was. He threw the butter dish and it crushed. Dish. <laughs> Damn. Uh, then it got after that episode, maybe one or two after. I don't know. There was like two episodes in a row that I was just like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this anymore. And it just got like real slow and nothing funny was happening. Nothing entertaining was happening. I was not liking it. They did this episode and it pretty much focused on this one of the victims, this deaf guy. Oh, I like And it. I'm like, I'm not watching this show anymore. I'm kind of oh, fucking come on. dumb with the it. The deaf guy was sweet. Poor thing. It's not his fault. I think that we watched the episode where he kills him and I still kind of didn't want to watch it no more. And then... I'm sorry. The song was on. Trying to get the break. Just let me just a little bit few more minutes. I already got off. this fucking weird okay. loud ass song playing in my fucking ear. I was singing to the song. I'm sorry. <laughs> Believe me, watching this show is gay enough. I don't need no more help than fucking music. <laughs> yeah. So, man, um, what the fuck? It's horrible. Boring. I don't want to watch it. I was pretty much done with it. I figured I'd just fight with Allie about not watching it anymore. Oh, wow. So, we're not going to watch the end? Can I finish what the fuck I'm going to say? So then I seen a post that said seemed like the show's gonna shift a little bit. It's gonna go to the trial and and different stuff like that. So now I'm like, good, thank God, because it needs to change. I'm like, I'm burnt out on it. Started getting repetitive and weird. Like the whole hour long episode about that deaf guy was like oh. the most boring fucking unentertaining thing ever. I tried to explain to Tom why they Dude, did it. Tell me this, deaf people. Right? However you've ever met one, seen them in real life. Interacted. Yes, interacted in real life or as represented in a movie. All right. Okay. Did they actually speak? Yes. Yes. How, what percent of the time have you seen a deaf person and they were saying words? All the time, but it's just like... Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's what the fuck pissed me off. And I'm like, you what, just. Well, because he took- wrote on a piece of paper instead of going. He wouldn't talk. I guarantee you that oh, motherfucker yeah. talk. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. to be disrespectful yeah. to the poor guy. 
can't hear you. He's dead now. <laughs> he ain't listening. <laughs> More ways than one. How do you know that? Because he wasn't born deaf. He got some kind of fucked up medicine or whatever. He talked. Wait. They didn't do it because they know that it would have been funny. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, they were going. That's why they did that whole episode long. Like everybody else, they're like, here's a dude and some pictures, dead. Here's a guy, here's some pictures, dead. Here's a guy, here's some pictures, dead. Can I explain oh, something? Yeah, we please? got the handicapped guy. Okay. No, can I explain? Let's drag this out for a fucking hour so that you something? like him. And, and and I'm like, you know what? Him at the kitchen table, fucking that would I would have probably enjoyed it. But no, it's a fucking deaf dude that I know has got goddamn comedic gold fucking right there on the tip of his fucking tongue. And he's sitting there writing things on paper. So and then I don't understand, man. When you're watching a show, if the character's deaf, why I gotta be deaf? Why didn't I know it's the sound? whole experience, dumb shit. I know that fucking they can't hear. I'm not experiencing this the through movie myself. To you I'm through actually their experiencing it through the person sitting next to him. There's the camera on him. I want to see him and hear what it is. I think it would have been. It was a horrible directorial fail on the whole deaf wow. two goddamn episodes. It this was so thing, boring Mayday. and so not good. He won't fucking realize what the purpose of that episode was for. First of all, the reason they focused longer on him than the other victims is that him and this dude went on several dates and actually had a relationship. He stopped himself from drugging the dude like two or three times and what the point of that whole drawn out thing was to show you that this was the first person that actually made Jeffrey question what he was doing and he almost had enough feelings for him to not do it. And um, I thought that it showed like a humanity in Jeffrey that you didn't see before. And it showed like how fucking sad the whole thing was. There was a lot of nights Jeffrey sat there picking fucking flesh off bone. Oh. And they don't show it. You know why? Because it's fucking boring. Just like the goddamn whole relationship two hours I had to watch with that deaf guy. It was boring guy. to you because you don't fucking understand <laughs> what the point of it was. No, I get it. It was to bore the fuck out of me. Well, I got a like, lot we from watching, it. it actually we watching made me goddamn Jeffrey Dahmer. I ain't watching it to have feelings. I'm fucking watching it for entertainment. Well, you know what? Then you're watching it for the wrong reason, dumb fuck. Who watches something about a serial killer for entertainment man, that value? that shit was funny and, like, brutal. It's funny? Like, oh, it was great. Yeah, they had a lot of funny shit on the show so far. Yeah, there have been some funny things. Yeah, fucking right. But, I mean, it's not supposed to be funny. I wonder if anybody's watching an Imperfect show that came out. I want to I think a it. while ago. The write-up looked pretty neat, but I never heard anything about it. So maybe if we quit watching uh, the Dama oh. thing, we could start watching it. <laughs> and uh, peripheral Mayday's a word about hooking up monitors That starts this week October 12th on, on Amazon. Amazon Yeah Whoa, I can so actually that's watch the something? Yeah there you go hey. that, uh, that comes uh, uh, Written and produced by the same people That did Westworld so Oh I gotta watch got this I gotta see them hook up monitors Alright Yeah so do that break I got a special treat This actually taught me About the Jeffrey documentary What? And it gave me once what he does, what the mag does better than anybody else. He down. starts making me think about things. Ah, and I came light. to the decision that, dude, Jeffrey Dahmer's dad was making bank off of fucking the uh, murders of his son. Yep. Wrote a book, sold a book. You ought to see all the TV shows and shit he went on. 
he made a fortune off of his son committing yep. all those murders. Straight up. Yeah. That's he's, pretty sick. He's DJ Mayday with the break. Not Real Radio 346 coming at you with a Mad versus Dahmer's original Zar mix. Stay tuned. We have a lot more. Not Real Radio 346. <laughs> yeah, bam. <laughs> okay. We go get into this Jeffrey Dahmer. As you know, I break him down already to show you. But I'm going to show you how far they go with it, people. Back then, there was basically showing the courthouse with people going on rants at this one right here, the so-called Jeffrey Dahmer, Inside Evil. We're going to break it down and show you how far they go to trick the dumb people. Let's get into this one right here. So they post him up right here for the dumb people. They're not going to see it. When they see this dumb shit right here, guess they bought the Jeffrey Dahmer and think it's real. Wake your ass up, bam! Wow, <laughs> I could hear you snoring on this one right here. People, you believe this right here? A cannibal. Why would Jeffrey Dahmer overload the place with all these fetus pieces? It's all bullshit. Human hands, human head. Why the fuck would he killing so much people? Piling them up for food is bullshit. 100% as high up. They pull on the masses. Jeffrey Dahmer is just a character for TV. You're not gonna get it. I could hear you snoring on this one right here. I already told you the Jeffrey Dahmer case is a fake shit. 100% fake serial killer. They bring on the masses all to traumatize the dumb people. Jeffrey Dahmer dad is a big old actor on the people. You don't believe me? Okay, keep sleeping. <laughs> I could hear you snoring on this one right here. Mm-hmm. You help create it because you help push it on the dumb masses to, for them to believe in this serial killer bullshit. So yes, you were part of the damn character bringing it to the dumb people. Yes, of course, you go write a book. I told you people, all psyops, you get books, documentaries, movies, and TV shows. You better wake up. Mm -hmm. So he's basically telling you that the same thing happened with his so-called son, Jeffrey Dahmer, basically being harassed and bullied, and that's why he act like that. He's fucking fake 100%, and a lot of people don't know this so-called dad right here have a lot to do with pushing the dumb shit on the masses. He play a big role. That's why you become a fucking serial killer and eat people. Wow, it's all bullshit, people. 100% don't buy it. <laughs> I can hear you snoring on this one right here. You have some, some dead animal that you find and you have the bones and you have it around the house so your son can play with it. This is bullshit right here, people. All bullshit to sell the masses, the Jeffrey Dahmer character. Wow. How could you hear you snoring on this one right here? People, all bullshit to Jeffrey Dahmer, 100% hoax. And you can see it right here. And the man, bitter truth, no doubt, is fake. How could you hear you snoring on this one right here? 
100% fake and of course they gonna make a black man kill him because he was so-called eating black people. You better wake your ass up, this is a fake shit. After hear you snoring on this one right here. You believe that people you just dumb, it's just fucking dumb shit they bring the masses. All like a movie, you understand, so Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal killing and eating people. Basically, in prison now, basically, fix his food like, like human being bones and put ketchup on it. Get the fuck out of here. Bullshit. The whole thing is 100% cold. With a big old bam, I'm gone. looking for something around the right time signature and i'm like oh man i forgot all about this oh, man yeah. it's the fucking jam hell yeah kill or be killed baby the little effects in that feel thing alive. Feel alive. <laughs> Just feel alive. dude chris rico check him out man i'm waiting for more where's Maybe. more hits yeah you got all the hits boy Damn. i know man i miss my rico shit what's up some more shit yeah, how you doing? You crashing over there? I'm all right. <laughs> all right. I'm cold. I just felt start feeling cold. Uh, blood's not circulating. <laughs> oh, it's circulating. Circulating. Uh, oh, Let's percolating, get it circulating. Wildcat matched announced finally. It's about damn time. For the Revolution Rumble. I thought I'd cut Dave off and uh, do the Wildcat news. Wow. They actually announced a, a match for the Revolution Championship. That's right. The Grime, Chuck Devine. He defends his championship against the new look Nathan, $5. What? <laughs> what I call him. Talking about Nathan Bradley? Yeah. Oh, right. Baseball Nathan Bradley. It looked like they're fighting over the last fucking hit of meth. Oh, God. What are I you saying? Know. Oh, yeah. Them two. I don't know, man. I want to see Chuck, like, fight a dirty, uh, like a pretty boy or something. Like, I don't know. Nathan looked like he well on his way to being <laughs> the same trailer as Chuck's in. Why are you saying that? I don't know. He's just shirtless and his hair's wet. His hair's wet. He got the tattoos and he stuff like that. that. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. Chuck gonna walk right through that poor dude. He's gonna take his five dollars. We'll see, man. We haven't seen Nate Bradley in a while, so he might come back swole or something, ready to fuck up Chuck Devine. Yep, it's live Sunday, November thirteenth, and from Chalmette. That's right. You get your tickets now at nwatix.com. I still not get mine. Not on that. That didn't do it. Just to let you know, I looked at them, and they still do have some good floor seats available. I bet. Ain't nobody want to go there. <laughs> they don't have, like, front and second row like I would want, but well, they have decent ones, I'm nah, saying. No, Dave fucking pickleball them all. Oh. Good luck. 
I should have stuck with my instinct and just bought them, and then I could have sold them later, you know, for like five grand a piece. Yes. They were cutting it up in NOLA this weekend. That's right. NOLA. On a Sunday, two injured Sunday in the French Quarter in a machete attack near Jackson Square. It was today, but it was like 530 in the morning or something. So, uh, oh, I'm really copy and paste the fuck out of this shit. I got all kinds of stuff. I didn't even edit this. I don't know. Man was wielding a machete near Jackson Square early on Sunday. Two people injured. According to the NOPD, a 24-year-old woman got into a fight with the suspect who produced a machete. <laughs> <laughs> what did he fucking forge it real From fast? Where, what did he right? produce we'll it? Where was he hiding this machete in his pants? A fucking machete. <laughs> she thought he had a My big dick. Lost. Dude had a fucking machete. He produced that shit. <laughs> fucking no. machete. He had it strapped to his leg. At 5:57 a.m. Boy, they wake up early. What wonder what they was doing? Yard work or something? What the fuck? He was up at 5:34. They was still fucking going from the night. Before that boy walked around with that machete all night long, he just woke up. I don't know. It was at the corner of St. Anne and Charter Street. <laughs> so early in the morning. What they were doing? Hosing the no, fucking I concrete? Think fucking, it, was, it was late Saturday night. Like, really late. <laughs> A 27-year-old man saw the altercation while he was fucking uh, hosing the fucking puke and piss oh, fucking off of his driveway. This dumb motherfucker tried to intervene. No, uh, no. Uh. So the machete man cut him to the face. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm cut. sorry. I like how they wrote that too. Cut him to the face and hand cut before the fleeing face. the scene. Dude, that's some that's people. They want to be, they want to, you know, he knew it was International Wee Man Respect Day. And he was like, hey, leave that woman alone. Next thing you know, fucking Jason Voorhees done chopped that motherfucker up. Fuck <laughs> that. And dude, I didn't even know this happened. Sunday's incident comes less than two weeks after September 27th arrest of Jamal Peters. Peters, 34, is accused of stabbing at least nine people, Jesus. mostly at random, oh, in or near the French Quarter last oh, month. Did God, y'all know about no. that? No, Dude, they got to do something about, about these guns. Why they better get to work. Or at least get them cameras installed so we can watch this shit. Like, come on, motherfucker. Dude, Netflix documentary that happened 15 minutes away from where I live, that's extra cool. <laughs> Walk, man. Pretty yeah. soon it'll be live. Netflix will just be like, put yeah. your card in here. I always wonder it. why people like, man, why is everybody just standing around videotaping? Ain't nobody going to try to help like in some situations. Or like a group of guys will watch like some dude beat a broad's ass or something. Like, oh. You're always like, how is fucking allowed to happen? Oh. Like, I wish somebody would. Then you fucking read about this and you're like, yeah, bro, I ain't fucking. Nah, if he's got a machete, nah, leave that shit to I'm Batman, sorry. bro. I'll call the police. I'll blow a rape whistle, but I'm not gonna fucking try to come near a machete. Person. Nah, man, you got you a fucking gun on machete. Nah. Right, you do what you want to do to right. anybody you want to do it as long as I don't know him. No. You know what? Even if I know him, but I don't like him neither, I'll let you do it too. Oh, <laughs> like I, I got to go. I got shit to got do. To Nobody go. did. Nobody. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I got to get the fuck out of here. Got and if I'm in New Orleans, that means I'm making money. So I got, I belong to someone else right now. <laughs> I'd love to intervene, but. 
Wouldn't it be cool if... Massa said, I got things to do. <laughs> Sorry. Wouldn't it be cool... You're going to have to fight your own sword battle. <laughs> I ain't getting involved in that mess. Wouldn't it be cool if we... Yeah, Allie, like, great. Fucking excellent. What? Wouldn't it be cool if whenever yeah, you went yeah. out on the streets like of New Orleans, etc., if you had like an Iron Man suit that you could go... And it puts like armor on your whole body. So then you, you couldn't get hit by a machete or a bullet and you could safely go into the city. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Because then you get a bulletproof vest, but they could shoot you other places. But like, if you have a full body suit, armor. Mm, I'd, I'd go somewhere that was deserved to be saved. <laughs> I wasn't saying to help the people. I'm just saying so you don't get macheted or uh, get shot. Ain't no reason to go there. No, I'm just saying. He's not hanging out Unless down somebody's there. Somebody's paying me. Oh, well, like to go to the Pelicans game or something. And that's all right. I'm glad. They got the old bus going to unload right there. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that nice ass bus, boy. Take that bus, man. Go there. Fucking <laughs> remember the chance I taught you. <laughs> Dude, so the weird thing is if you pay attention, they brainwash you, right? But if you pay attention enough, you get enough conflicting things that then <laughs> makes you so confused that the brainwashing doesn't work. And then you realize how brainwashed some people are. All right. So last week we had the whole fucking hit the Statue of Liberty with a refrigerator thing. Yeah. And there's no current threats like for an asteroid to hit and all this. We learned all or that stuff, right? Or whatever. Meteorite, yeah. Whatever the fuck. My lucky meteorite. I don't know what they are. <laughs> like you, not all of us are going to be like Joe Dirt and find a fucking meteorite <laughs> in the backyard. Did you, did, did, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, you that deaf was, guy talking? Yeah, that was how a goyim says this. <sighs> the Jeru- Jerusalem Post fucking put out this week that two of the asteroids that passed the Earth... This Tuesday that just passed, passed it during Yom, Yom Kippur. I, I know it is Yom Kippur. I don't know what that E-R Erev Yom Kippur? I don't yeah. know if that was Yom. That's Yom Kippur Eve. Yeah, I don't Tuesday know. was Yom oh, Kippur Eve. That means Wednesday Eve. was the day of Yom Kippur. Gotcha. October 5th. So two asteroids passed the Earth on that uh, eve of Yom Kippur, the Jewish New Year's. And two asteroids flew past the planet Wednesday, the 5th, on actual Yom Kippur. So, like, during a matter of two days, four of these comets passed by. And it's traditionally when the Jewish people believe that it's a sign, God's sign, signs our fate in the book of life. Judging the actions and deciding who lives and who dies. Who's going to give COVID to and not. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Make me see? Yeah. So you I know. Like All day. They do cool things with rolling their, their oh, R's like that. Yeah. yeah. They got cool. Middle East and Mexicans. <laughs> Puerto Ricans. <laughs> the holiday focus on repentance, atonement, and judgment. And may and may lead one to fear some apocalyptic scenarios. Oh, okay. So they're oh, yeah, saying that is the rapture like they're oh, gonna So like it. God throws rocks at the earth once a year. <laughs> Fucking oh. if some one of them hits it, you deserved it. Because you ain't living in the ways of the Lord. Oh, Just put the penis in the rabbi's mouth and let him take a little nibble oh. off the skin. <laughs> oh. 
Then the article says uh, it started off about how they flew dangerously close, right? Jeez. But then in the article, if you keep reading, it says the Earth is in no danger of being struck this Yom Kippur without some divine intervention. I don't get it. Or somebody shooting a motherfucking uh, refrigerator refrigerator into the Statue of Liberty in the middle of the Oh, what you're saying is they, they didn't have nothing until they shot that refrigerator out there. They're diddling with space now. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then, I know not to do if that. these things yeah, flew, right? if four of them flew that close, yeah. like there was some of the closest one, yeah. why you just didn't hit those? They didn't know Makes when sense, they had the refrigerator man. for that. Like, and those are close to where if some, like, seems like they could eventually come this way, but I don't know. So what I'm thinking is, that seemed real close to the one they just hit, right? Right. Supposedly. Like, so, man, you altered something, and then one Yom Kippur, man, God gonna have enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like, dude. he sees y'all out there fucking playing sword fighting in the middle of the goddamn... How can it still be Jackson Square? They're gonna be changing They're that. gonna change. After that, there won't be no more machete attacks on Jackson Square. It'll be machete attacks on some other person's name. Right. <laughs> yeah. My goodness, what's that? It's the asteroid stuff. <laughs> oh, May they the reenacted asteroid? this in his kitchen oh, okay. before he it's came over. Glass. Glad you got your clips back. <laughs> <laughs> it also says that back in March 2022, a small asteroid around half the size of a giraffe. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is this is like a legitimate news, right? Ah! That's the only reason. I don't know I, what sound it makes. That's the only reason why I copy and pasted it into here because we were talking about how yeah. stupid they compare things to, like the oddest things. Right. Half the size of a giraffe. <laughs> the fact, though, that giraffe made it in this show twice is a monumental moment. So, if there's anything you want to do, I'd do it before next Yom Kippur because things ain't looking good out there. Hmm, how big was it? About the half the size of a giraffe. <laughs> what the fuck? What is that? And dude, that's a weird-ass animal. Yeah, like, right. how do you cut the giraffe to like, get it half? Like, down half. the center? Right. Because it, like, All if you cut it up right. and down, right. the, just the head just doesn't the equal half of it. the legs and feet. You would have to cut it long ways. It like, says on there how to do it. Straight through the face and body of the giraffe. It says underneath it that it's the legs and feet. Right above. Who does that? <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> but I mean, it would be, right? They call this day. I like when this thing hit the fucking earth flying through space. You could at least give it a name. You yeah. name fucking hurricanes. How come we never heard about they this? They named this thing 2022 EB5. Ah. <laughs> Sounded like a motherfucking robot. Star Wars or some shit. It hit the earth just hours... Uh, just hours after its discovery. So they were like, look at that. There's this thing there flying. Is. Up. Yep, there it goes. Anybody lose a refrigerator? But given how small it was, it didn't exactly result in any damages either. Well, I guess it all kind of depends on where this thing hits. You know? <laughs> when you laugh, if a refrigerator falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, did it actually, it actually fall? Happen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is this? Which asteroid could potentially hit Earth? Scientists don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a few candidates of most dangerous asteroids for the planet. 
Oh, come on. One of the most dangerous asteroids at, at the time of writing is Bennu. They Bennu. gave this one a name. It's a gigantic 500-meter-wide asteroid. We're from America, so we don't even know how big that is. And the orbit that can cross with Earth's own. This asteroid impacted Earth. If this asteroid impacted Earth, the result would be silence, which I would greatly <laughs> enjoy. It would be right. catastrophic for everybody else. It would be fucking peace on Earth to me. <laughs> But as far as NASA is aware, this won't be for a long time, if ever. Can I say something? So one week after we were told, why did we have to spend billions of dollars? I don't even remember how much it was. $325 right billion. Thank you, Mayday. $325 million had to be spent to knock an asteroid that was going to potentially fuck up Earth out of, its, out of its way. The very next fucking week, we get an article saying that NASA is not aware of any that will ever hit, hit Earth for a long time, if ever. So can we have a motherfucking money back? Just half <laughs> of it? Like, <laughs> I was going to say, if you that saved thing... money on the production of your show, so right, yeah, <laughs> we yeah, appreciate yeah. It's that. All women. We man. <laughs> if, if, what, if Bennu is 500 meters wide and they're saying that's gigantic... But Earth diameter is 12.742 million meters. Okay, but we so hit So this a, thing's small as fuck. I ain't gonna do shit if it did hit it. Well, but we hold, we knocked one off of its fucking axis. I don't a, believe we that. Knocked the, we tilted I the fucking Statue of Liberty with a goddamn refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they're making it like this huge thing's out there, but I don't think that's really that fucking catastrophic <laughs> in the see, grand scheme of how big the see, Earth like, is supposed to be. SpaceX rocket, and then, like, we need some on there, like, yeah, hang on. Like, take a fucking fridge and just duct tape that bitch out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we spent all our money on budget. Yeah, you know yeah what? we're getting a new one They're with like, ice maker. Get oh, that. hold on. The one coming's pretty damn big. <laughs> all right, tape the giraffe to the refrigerator. Half <laughs> of the giraffe. Yeah. Put a bubble on its head Where's so it Jeffrey? can, can report back after impact. <laughs> oh, mm. We're still getting vitals. We're still getting vitals. Ten, nine, eight. Uh, elevated heart rate. Four, three, two. You see, all systems seem good. We have a heartbeat. One. Up. Flatline. The giraffe is dead. Must be impact. We can confirm impact. The giraffe is no longer alive. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If they would have really strapped the fucking giraffe somewhere, I'd be like, I gotta watch that yeah. shit. Oh my goodness. I'll give you ten bucks here. Thanks, the scientist. Um, how did you come up with the giraffe? Well, I was reading the Jerusalem Post about Yom Kippur, and it fucking inspired me to duct tape the giraffe in the fucking refrigerator and fire it into space to save humanity. I only charge you ninety million dollars. <laughs> And you got free COVID shots. <laughs> Boy, what a fucking time to be alive, baby. What a time to be alive. Oh. Oh, it just made me think about wanting to pet some animals. How about think about getting fucking rammed? Whoa, all right. Yeah. Last go. Monday night football, a dude uh, ran on the field. Wah. He was running down the field, and he was uh, had one of those smoke canisters, and it was pink, so everybody thought maybe that that was the his... Uh, thing? The thing where you decide the baby's gender and then <laughs> yeah. it may or may not <laughs> disagree with you before it reaches puberty. But, 
But man, he ran around with that thing, and the security guards couldn't couldn't tackle him. But finally, some of the Rams players did, and uh, they knocked him the fuck out. Good little little hockey check, fucking tackle midfield. The guy had something written on his shirt. I finally seen a picture of it, and uh, I was wondering what the hell was on his shirt. So, of course, I go look that stuff up. I figure if a dude's willing to, like, run on the field on Monday Night Football and get arrested and, like, be having his pink smoke so he can get attention. And tackled and by he, a linebacker. And he wrote something on his shirt that at least get the man the common courtesy to go look it up. Yeah. I know that they don't want to promote that because they don't want people to continue to do this. But if you can't afford commercial time on them expensive games and you want to get your message out there... Uh, that's pretty homeless thing to do. You ran around the field and you got tackled. All right. It was to support the right to rescue. So you know all them people have been getting arrested for protesting at games and shit about the treatment of animals in these slaughterhouses? Their life and all. Right. You remember that? We had a couple yeah, of them the recently. Oh, yeah, glued their, their, themselves to the court and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this guy was doing that to raise awareness for a new site that you could donate money, money to help the whistleblowers facing prison time for exposing factory farm abuse and rescuing suffering animals. What? Oh, wow. So, like, this is to help the people who then, I guess, lose their job because they or got, uh, got arrested or whatever. They snitched. What is this? Wow. Are you serious? Where the fuck? <laughs> the Rams made it, baby, back in 76. <laughs> i tell you what, they got a spot opened up in that category, right? You keep up with these wow. songs, you're going to fill it. <laughs> wow. okay, move over, Jeffrey. I <laughs> mean, the songs you pick, you can do the soundtrack for the Dama show. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> hey, you know, what can Tell I say? You type it in heart. and you get gold sometimes, baby. I think that was the song that they were playing while fucking, uh, the while Jeffrey dancing. was licking that mannequin's nipple. Oh! Just hours before Grandma pitched it in the trash. It's not you. healthy, Jeffrey. <laughs> I yelled something at him, man. Oh, Fuck, that shit it. was funny, man. Oh. Where's the fucking mannequin? Where the fuck is it? Where the <laughs> fuck like, is it? And Jeffrey really cool, right? He's usually pretty he's laid friend. back. Oh, yeah. He only lost Even when he's fucking huh? murdering people, he <laughs> does it in very, very calm, calm yeah. relaxing ways. Usually, like, real fucked up. Like, but they're not, like, violent murders. They're like, I'm going to drug them up and then drill through holes through their body. They said oh. it didn't want him to suffer. He actually yeah, drugged dude, himself up by accident. The man as craziest you ever seen him was when looking <laughs> grandma through that man. Oh, yeah. Away. He was pissed. Ooh. And then he told her he was sorry, but she was still fucking pretty mad because mm-hmm. he cursed her. 100% at him. bullshit <laughs> for the masses. Bullshit. You think that was real? You believe that? You're dumb. Oh. God, that fucking mad clips was so good. That Shh. show's great. Oh, oh. He's awesome. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know what Allie did to upset him so much. I know. I'm so sad. I wish Mag still loved us and wanted to come back on. Not he, real. He didn't happy. say nothing like uh, bad during uh, what's it called, huh? Huh? You've been listening like every morning. I listen to his podcast. He never said nothing right. about us. Well, he good. Care about us. It's okay if he don't I like us, but I don't want him to fucking <laughs> do when Mag goes to attack you, like really oh, yeah. desecrate you. He, he will uh, make it very small. Hey. So yeah, he didn't. He did not mad enough or. Uh, not like us what enough to, to. I hope he's not us. mad at us because What'd you I say? love him. I don't know. That boy said uh, need different. I don't think it was me. I think but you just need a little distance. I mean, I was sending him like things four or five times a day. No, he was doing no, that. no, no. 
Another thing I was going to say is that, like, maybe he realized that we, we play too much on this show and everything's a joke and stupid. And, like, he's really serious about a lot of it. Maybe he felt like we were just making a mockery of all of it. Yeah, no, I respect him for what he does. That's just not what we do. But I know. I think but we can all coexist. But anyway, who knows? Maybe he just, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Old man shit. No one Ooh. fucks with the Biden. Right? It's really not that funny except for this one part. No one fucks with the Biden. Yeah, goddamn right. Yeah, you goddamn right. He Who went to like Florida him? and he's talking to some politician dude there and uh, he told him nobody fucks with the Biden. <laughs> he's talking about himself in third person. No one fucks with the Biden. Yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> yeah, you goddamn right. right. Boy, it's funny too. Right. No matter how much you don't like somebody, they give you a check for a couple of billion to help save your uh, your city. There you, you go. Goddamn, goddamn right. Goddamn right. <laughs> uh, the funny thing that happened though, when I was watching the video, I realized that he gave one of those old man endless handshakes. Yeah. To where like the handshake goes on entirely fucking too long to where they're not like not letting go. It's almost like this handshake's not going to end until I decide it does. And it's kind of one of these weird power trips that these fucking old creepy people do. I don't think it's like a young person thing. It's usually something that an old man develops after time. Like, I'm going to get control and exert dominance over another man by not letting a friendly handshake go. It's the weirdest fucking thing. I think he fucking just like zoned out and forgot where he was. I've seen him do it before. I think he does it on purpose. That's a creepy fucking dude, man. Really? Oh, yeah. I just he's... feel like he's not even conscious half nah, the time. When he is conscious, that motherfucker's creepy as shit, boy. I did Jeez. see him making out with some children. Ah, I had like, like a big long head. thing in research that I was trying to stockpile to do, and it got so fucking boring that I just deleted it all, About and what? I summed it all up by, by typing, blowing up pipe, pipelines, stopping U.S. oil production while telling other people that they should do more. Like, it's so weird. It's one of them things to where if you pay attention enough and you're not, like, just a complete fucking zombie and you could see both sides for the bullshit that they are, it makes no fucking sense. They got shit going on with OPEC and all these people control all the fucking flow of oil. All the hands that are in the pot and the people who make billions and billions of dollars off of or supposedly prevention of oil and gas right like there's two ways you're either making money off of preventing the flow of oil or you're making money off of the flow of oil both sides are making money they fight back and forth and they they take their turns of of and almost like blame too uh, we'll take the blame for a little while and meanwhile both sides are still making money regardless yeah. it's just shifting right. blame right. back and forth right. but you read all the stuff i don't think it's a fluke of like and they don't hide it of trying to stop oil production in the United States and then canceling like pipelines that bring oil from one place to another. And they act like they're all fighting with each other, the, the competing markets or whatever. And I don't I just don't think they are like, how can Biden be telling OPEC they need to increase production so that they can drive the price of oil and gas down while he's shutting down the flow of oil and gas like it just seems weird and after reading about it and getting far enough i don't want to know but nothing about that you know what i'm saying it's boring and it's not worth it for me to know i know this and i figured this out back from fucking 9 11 times everybody's a fucking liar everybody's trying to get money power and control and they're all lying regardless of which side they are unless they're saying what the other side's doing wrong 
that's the only truth you ever gonna get from these motherfuckers. Popular murder. It seems like murder's getting popular. It made me think of the Jeffrey Dahmer show uh, getting uh, so much popularity. <clears throat> and we were watching the, uh, the police-like interrogation of one of them school shooting kids. And he was saying how he watched and studied and researched other school shooters what? to, like, get information. He was totally upset. It was, like, his favorite show or whatever. So now it makes me wonder if there's Jeffrey Dahmer and just serial killers getting so much, like, hype again and people onto it, then what we see... It's going to create more of them. Right, and if you want attention mm, mm-hmm. and you want a documentary made about you, here's another avenue you can take. Fuck. That's true. So I we're mean, like I see it in our day-to-day life. We watch UFC fights, and next thing you know, I'm fucking up there, I'm getting punches thrown at me, and there's <laughs> elbows and yeah, a lot of, um, you know... Pre-fight shit talking stuff happens. He gets me excited. And then I remember back as a kid, I watched uh, Karate Kid. Next thing you know, I'm trying to teach my brother fucking the karate moves. I wanted to be Miyagi, you know? (laughs) So weird shit like that that people do pick up. They got to put warnings in front of wrestling so that old women don't fucking jump off their furniture and shit. (laughs) So, man, I'm like, I wonder if this... uh, this Jeffrey Dahmer and the resurgence of popularity of serial killers won't lead to more serial killers. Damn. California police provided new details Tuesday in five killings over the past six months and two other attacks from last year that authorities say may be the work of one or multiple serial killers. This year, five men, each alone in the dark at night or nearly... Or early in the morning were killed between July 8th and September 22nd in uh, Stockton. None of the men were robbed. The police said that the cases do not seem to be connected to drugs or gang violence. Five of the seven who were shot were Hispanic. Damn. He doesn't like Hispanics. (laughs) Or he actually does, like Jeffrey and one time, like, they're trying to say that he killed the, uh, the black guys because he, he was racist. And he's like, no, that's who lived in the area I was living in. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, that's kind of funny. Yeah, right. yeah, it wasn't like... Convenient. Yeah, the boy just wanted some dick. He was yeah. like, a, oh. he didn't care. He was the most not racist. They're trying to paint him racist. He's like, no, I fucking wanted a, a zombie one, a sex oh. slave. Shit. Just went, kept going bad. He also said it was whoever he thought was beautiful, so he must have thought they were beautiful. Potential description, a male around six feet tall wearing dark clothes, a dark jacket, and black COVID-style mask. Mag had a great thing about that. He was saying <laughs> that the COVID made it to where criminals can just wear a mask. He goes, usually they tell you you can't wear a mask. Now they're telling you to wear one? And he's a good point. He's like, now you can't enter without it? You know? I love the description, man. It's a man around six feet tall, black clothes and black jacket and black mask, man. I'm telling you, this motherfucking back man, maybe he's fucking cleaning up the city. Who knows? As of Tuesday, the police have not found witnesses of the killings because there was little light and the victims were all in isolated areas. Investigators have reviewed hundreds of hours of video and said... Uh, they said, but none of the shootings were caught on camera. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Wow. I 
the Cantrell thing. That's kind of funny. What is this? We're going. Oh. <laughs> no, man. I thought of the uh, mag, mag. Another mag quote. Bring you to space and fuck, fuck you, you up. up. <laughs> That's what made me think of. Uh, <laughs> think of that because Cantrell got in a. There's some other bullshit going on when I don't feel like reading the whole thing. Something about she admitted that she had she's gonna pay back the thirty grand for the airplane trips or something. No, uh, like some dude that's like running one of the the campaigns or whatever to get her kicked out. Just gonna do a real layman. Trying to get her put out of office. He's running trying to get signatures and like spearheading the the remove Cantrell thing. But he's also involved in politics and shit and there's other people involved that like uh, head of the Mardi Gras Indians, another the dude was like uh, King of Zulu. So these are all like people in New Orleans jockeying for political power. Even when, as bad as she is, the people who want to get her out, usually nine or ten times, not really going to be any better for any long period of time. Sure. These are all people playing fucked up games. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a mob boss. Yeah, we need to get this mob boss out. Well, what do you think? The next mob boss not going to be a mob boss? Right, right, Like, right. this just what it shit. is. This is some crooked-ass shit that's going on that's called politics. The problem I have with people get behind these people, right? Like, not behind their ideas, neither. They get behind people. Like, and that's where they fuck up. They don't hold the people they get behind to, to the standards that yeah. they should. Yeah. Yep. They're still better than the other person yeah. we're going to do. Like, you look at things now, and you're like, oh, man, shit's fucked up. Yeah, but a uh, good thing Trump didn't get back in office. Like, okay, what do you think? They would have been just fucked up more. Oh, they would have been more fucked up. And then the other people think nothing would have been fucked up if Trump would have got in. They forget all the shit he did. Like, that's how that game is yeah, played. Yeah. Person in power, they will accept that somebody else would have been worse for them. Right. <laughs> no matter how oh, yeah. bad they get it, no matter how bad they fuck you over, the other person, the other button that you didn't press would have fucked you worse. <laughs> and then the people who are not in power, that, that, that person is the whole reason for all this and could have fixed it and prevented everything bad from happening. It's just nuts, man. I don't know how people fall for that and get emotionally invested in that. But yeah, the shit's going up, your boy. They went back and forth having like arguments, threatening to the point where they were like threatening violence on each other. Like, <laughs> you're going to disappear and never be seen again. You keep fucking with us and all Damn. this shit. It's just getting real. Shit just got real. The thing is, dude, those are like fucking idle threats that probably people make all the time. But then when you're in that positions of power in uh, government and right. we're talking that amount of money and shit, yeah. when you make threats like that, it's a little bit different right. than just shit talking. That costs a lot of money. That's like a, a kid calling the school, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? Oh, oh. Can't really just talk crazy shit no more, you know? Right. Next thing you know, you're in 608. Yeah. I hear you, bro. <laughs> them fucking tires. Oh, apparently not. My bad. I was I was getting ready yeah, for the next. I eventually need <laughs> eventually not need tires, some drink. Bro. We almost done with this baby or not? It's very fucking confusing. <laughs> the Boston's Children's Hospital created the first pediatric center in the country dedicated to gender affirmation sur uh, surgery. Affirming. Affirming surgeries. That what means that uh. Mean? That means cutting on or sewing something up. No, it means that the surgery is to affirm the gender that the person believes that they are. 
Yeah, cutting off or sewing on or whatever. Yeah, I don't like, think ah. the sewing on is really a thing. So pretty much just cutting dicks off oh, boys. I think they do. I mean, is that what we're really on. doing? But they're and doing it for pediatric. For what the fuck? Yeah, one of the nation's <gasps> top. One of the nation's top children's hospital has generated controversy over a video claiming that some children know their gender identity before they are born. Oh, God. Who told them that? But I didn't think that they were actually a person until they were born. Right. Like, right? Yeah. It's very fucking confusing. These are the same ones it's that are like going and mush the... the, yeah. the, the <laughs> a fucking uh, lesbian or a gay uh, guy They'll go mush up its fucking little infant body in there And suck it out with a hoover Which I'm totally okay with it But yet that thing even knew its sex it was like, No, it knew its gender well, whatever. Oh, it's, it's a so different thing It has no idea what it is The Boston Children's Hospital posted a video on its YouTube channel in August Well, uh, born, born, born Where psychology uh, explains that a good portion of children they say, Know their gender identity they from may the say, womb They may say phrases like I'm a girl or I'm a boy <laughs> How? I mean, <laughs> they say it as soon as they can talk. <laughs> oh, I thought she said it from the womb. <laughs> oh, no. What? Uh, it's so dumb, man. Where you think these fucking kids <laughs> learn? Like, oh, man, it's so nuts. This is a fucking. This is why I have no faith in humanity, the, the medical community. Like, it's just fucking dumb. This is a children's hospital is putting out. This person has a doctor in front of their fucking name. And they say something as stupid as children express their gender identity as soon as they can talk. Dude, how long? I don't, I don't never had a kid. So I don't really know. I'm kind of guessing on this one. Just using what I have as intelligence to make assumptions that may or may not be true. I think for the first, I don't know how long, but a little while when a child is learning to speak, it's or, more of like a parrot. Right. Just repeating parrot. things. They're not actually formulating thought, and that comes a little later. Wouldn't it come a little later? Oh, yeah. You? Like you can say and repeat things without truly. There's a term called grok. It comes grok. from Strange in a Strange Land book. Right. And it's to fully kind of understand something. And even more so than that, it was a step above understanding. It's like complete enlightenment. Like cognizance of an idea or concept. It's almost where right. you feel empathy for a person. You can understand more than just saying, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I don't think it, children are having that with words for a while. If they're saying they're a boy or a girl, what were you showing them to teach them the difference between a boy and a girl for them to be able to accurately make that uh, statement? You're sitting there and teaching them fucking sex ed and, and like showing them pictures of penises and vaginas and sexual things happening. Like that was what fucking first week of life. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, he's three months old, so we're going to teach him the difference between boys and girls. This is a fucking hospital. This person's got docked in front of their fucking name. Like, get the fuck out of here. What's wrong? I don't have no problem with fucking people being gay or not. Like, I'm serious. I don't give a fuck about it. But this kind of shit is just fucking nutty. That's fucking nuts. 
Yeah, I don't understand how anybody could do anything like that to children. That's pretty fucked up. Another children's hospital, this one is in Chicago. It's their largest children's hospital. They offer kink, BDSM, and trans-friendly sex toys for children. What What? the fuck, man? What the fuck? Like, dude, I'm telling you. Like, I will say, religious people and right-wing fucking people, they're nuts. They're fucking nuts. They believe in some nutty ass shit. Oh, God, yeah. But this shit's fucking nutty, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is fucked up. This is next level nutty. Yeah. This is fucked up. Wow. It's the other extreme. Like, the Catholics tell you when you're a kid, they tell you it's a sin to beat off. So you're scared to fucking beat off, and boys are ashamed and trying to hide beating off. I think that's unhealthy. But I also don't think you should give them a fucking dildo and be like, here you go. I don't know. I just, it's weird, right? If they're giving giving gay little boys like butt plugs and shit, can you imagine what's going to happen? Because we already learned, like, I don't think that hole's meant to be doing that to. Uh uh. Not like that. Maybe they evolve over time and the buttholes will start being made. You know, you eat like some of you. Maybe you're dehydrated or something and you you, uh, you pinch a loaf. (laughs) That's the best way I could describe it. You know what I'm saying? Not really that that pleasurable of experience while it's happening. Oh, man. But if you did that constantly and then shoved them back in and then pulled it back out. Like for relative, I don't know how long this could realistically go on for, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Then, and you do that fucking starting at a very young age. Like, I don't know if that thing's going to, how this going to hold up. Like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> That's Finkster blown out, boy. I don't know. I always treated things know. with like too much uh, ginger, like uh I don't know. Like, you ever seen that back in the day? They had that real sex show, and they had oh, that yeah. people that do that shit with their penis, like pick up fucking oh, yeah. weights. Around and and a lady that did it with their vag, too. Oh, yeah, they like, I, hook oh. it to a thing. Yeah, and but I, I can't look at that, and I'm looking at the penis thing, though, and go, man, I've always been so delicate oh, with mine. Yeah. And man, <laughs> just, just the smallest, like, or hit oh, on it like at the wrong man, it's time. making my nuts hurt right now talking about it. Yeah, oh. but even the penis, I never really thought of that Penis. rugged of a thing of to to like bend it in half oh. and fucking try to lift things with it. Oh. Like, oh man. So I'm just saying, I don't know why that popped in my head. Maybe just because I'm thinking I don't know the. That's brutal. I don't know the wear and tear on a butthole. <laughs> like with, a, I don't know where to ask can withstand. Very but low. I, I don't know. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Maybe oh. it can. Maybe that thing snaps back into shape Ooh, relatively I easy. I don't know. I did some recent research on it that said that it that's wasn't. Weird. So that's why. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was around when they were doing. No. no. <laughs> it was around when they were doing the monkey pox that thing. thing. When they when when like the girls ass like that purple things pop out of it and they have a turn oh, and then what? they gotta get they gotta fucking like get it sewn back in or whatever oh. talking about a prolapsed anus yes. that happened to a man too it gets too. inverted oh, yeah. Dude, you, you ever, I don't oh. know what they were that looks but like I, one of you fucking balloon animals no yeah. you know what it reminds me you haven't seen them things they were like a it was this like rubbery thing with like gel inside of it it was like a snake or something it was like a toy it's a weird thing. Did you thing. stick your hand in it? Oh, I don't geez. remember. It was a weird Somebody thing. Somebody on the phone? Oh, 
I'm going to save y'all from this conversation, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> For real. Like, look, I'm going to give y'all some good news, all right? All right. It lasts for a while as long as you properly lubricate. <laughs> That's all right. Look, I got two words for you. Yeah, yeah. Hard times three. What? All right. That's, that's I said I got two words that's for you. That's three words. Hard times three. What, is Charlie three Sheen words. star in that? What, is, what are we talking about? Another Wildcat event? Another, we're talking about hard times three here, baby. <laughs> November 12th, and then Revolution Rumble on oh, November okay. 13th. All right, all right. We got Nathan Bradley showing up to take on Chuck Devine. I cannot wait for Chuck Devine to lose that belt, baby. No, not the Nathan Bradley. Come on, man. He's like a... $5 Chuck Devine. What? Yeah, Nathan Bradley's oh, not good. Oh, come on, man. We ain't seen Nathan Bradley since before the the coof. Ain't right. nobody That's was worried. Saying. He's been working. And you know who was worried about that? Nathan Bradley. Nobody oh. else. <laughs> oh, We've seen, I've seen him in other other events here and there, but that, I mean, we ain't seen him here. I'm excited to have Nathan Bradley back. All right. We get half of Fortune 5K. I'm all right with that. Maybe we'll, maybe, maybe we'll get Reggie back one day, but you know what? Things are looking back up and back together, baby. Yeah, really? See, I like that. I think I like Reggie better. Yeah, but didn't he, like, go well, to the I military? He's that. gone. I did like him. Yeah, that's right. So we can't have him. So you can have Nathan. Nah. He came here to stay. Yeah, nah, Nate. I don't know, Dave. Dude, Nathan was like a kid when you saw him last. He's growing into his man self. Mm. Give him a chance. Nah, he looked weird. (laughs) 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 I looked at that picture. I was like, what happened? With that wet hair? You don't like that? I'm getting hotter and hotter, baby. I'm getting mad excited. (laughs) 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 We better fucking get some of them pills you take. What do they call them? Fucking. (laughs) What? Look, man, I'm Look, not the one taking Lupron. Just like you said in your little jiggity jaggity a little while ago, it's these doctors making big bucks giving this shit to the kids. No, man, what's the That's low- why they fucking want to push all this garbage. It's because they're making big money. You know how much it costs to get your cock cut off? <laughs> and you still get stuck. You still get left with a fucking stump. So you're going to get stuck with a stump in a butthole that don't work no more but oh, I just yeah. want to no. nobody no. want none of that ain't yeah. nobody got time for that yeah but then you don't then people. you don't have to open doors no more <laughs> <laughs> oh. dude wait what is them pills huh? that they give to people like if you're going in a radiated zone like they're giving them out right now oh right away no and they're giving them out in Ukraine and shit it's pretty much right away but the real word I don't know anyway Dave when I was looking for some of those they got these pills that you take if you're going into like a potential nuclear fallout place, and I went looking for them, and the the prices skyrocketed because of Ukraine. So oh. I was gonna get some in case well, we decided the to go. Country bought up all of it. They bought like two hundred ninety million dollars worth of it. Yeah, what's them things called? You know? Oh God, my brain's breaking right now. Um, Shit, I don't know. Right away. Uh, yeah. Something tablets. It, it, something. It'll come to me. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. Well, shit. Uh, right. If you could find some of them, I'll go to Shelby. <laughs> 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 it's going to suck because we what? don't even know what to search for. <laughs> Shelmet is not a nuclear like 
fallout zone. You don't need any rattle. <laughs> what was that thing that we played? We played by this big chemical thing. Yeah, you're going to convince yourself whatever you got to to go to that. I understand. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you know, I'm. I'm I'm hundred thousand percent here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> fortune hundred thousand, baby. Dude, that they gonna we, we going fortune five thousand on this. We Why ain't did, spending no pennies. I got a question. They're gonna have hospitals in Florida turning girls into mermaids because they came out saying mermaid. <laughs> they fucking fuse them with a fish and throw them in the water. <laughs> I got a question. Pretty sure the kid said mermaid. <laughs> One kid in the pool. <laughs> Oh. Why, Dave? Your professional opinion. Why oh, do you boy. think? Why do you think that we've only gotten this one match so far for the wildcat part of it, where we've gotten several for the other one? Because it's four weeks away. Um, I didn't ask you. I'm not really sure. I, 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 I don't want to judge how things have been laid out so far. I'm not mad. I'm just curious. No, I, I get it. I, 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 how about this? I, I, I want to respectfully just not answer that question. That's fine. No problem. Dave, this is kind of fucked up. You're like straight up company, man. Like anything that you got to say negative, you're just refusing to say. We're not even, this like trying to have a conversation with Allie. I think it would help. I think it would help Wildcats sell more tickets if they would give like a bigger, maybe they're trying to just build up to it, but. I think it's still early and I think they probably let NWA have their little pop and then they came out with one. Okay. We're I guess still so, yeah. a little ways away. I remember with Wildcats, sometimes we don't get official matches till real soon. Because I guess so Correct. many things can change. Correct. They wouldn't want to, I guess, too, like a lot of those guys, if they're working other, like paying gigs and something bigger comes along, then they got to <laughs> take it. And then they don't want to, like, have to keep changing the matches and shit. Ah, Looks bad. So that makes more sense. You know? I, I think a lot of that is they hate to, to put out that this, person's coming and fighting this person and then you know it's still a month away you don't know what what could happen in in six five weeks you know yeah i i, I just hate to really even guess at that i really hope the that edge thing. stone comes damn Allie, you got <laughs> that do. right i do stallion, baby i really hope that he's available <laughs> that weekend what we ain't gonna be gotta there. come all the <laughs> way from texas they gotta fucking see who can get ran away. <laughs> I bet you them wrestlers are doing like we all wear. Oh, you know, Danny's got that. <laughs> fucking let Danny wrestle. Come on, four y'all times. can all stay at my place. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Set y'all up on, in my garage. I got you some blow up mattresses. They're going to have a uh, Royal Rumble, and Danny's going to be the first man in, and he's going to win it. So quick question right quick. Did, so did y'all get – I didn't get to uh, tune in so late. Did y'all get dropped off YouTube totally or just again tonight? Yeah, so YouTube, uh, we're two weeks punished, and I don't know how many more times it can happen before we I think it can only officially happen banned. Time. And I could, like, do shit to go make another channel and all that, but, man, fuck that shit, Dave, man. If we get we off of YouTube, then it just wasn't meant to be. Hey, one cool new thing is uh, MixLR changed up how you can listen to the show. If you just go to nrr.mixlr, I think it dot is, com, dot yeah. com. Then, man, it brings you right to a site, and you can listen to it playing right off of there. It doesn't have video, but I'm kind of glad I'm done with the video thing. 
So uh, yeah, no, that, it, I understand. It's kind of be, it's becoming a viable way uh, to listen live. I, I didn't like it before. If you gotta like fill out something, I had this special app or some shit. I I, I understand. I wouldn't want to do that neither. But uh, now, if you just go to nrr.mixlr.com, it bring you right to the the streaming show, and you can listen. I didn't have to do no downloads. I didn't have to put my email address in. I just started listening. So that was kind of good news that happened with being kicked off of YouTube. YouTube's fucking awesome just out of convenience, man. It's cool. Like, I'm on YouTube. That shit real easy when something comes on there. But. I know. Good deal, good deal. I'll have to check that out. Normally, I listen on, on Twitch. If I if I can't log in, I'll just, you know. Really? You do listen, a Twitch? Twitch listen. got video and shit? Yeah, yeah, Twitch, Twitch has, has video. video. Right. It's pretty stable, too. Like, sometimes when I would have issues with YouTube, even Twitch would be stable. No hmm. shit. But, right. um, oh, that's what it is. Potassium iodide tablets. All right. Yeah, I got you. I'm going to try to stock up on them if the damn Ukraines don't have them all. And I think Denver's giving them out weird wow. places in the United States. Because, hmm. man, we're all about to oh. die, man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> All right, well, as always, I'm going to leave on a happy note. Y'all, thank you for having me. Thank you for taking my call. Dave, just end the show. uh, Leaving on the jet plane. Don't know when I'll I'll be back again. Try us on next Sunday. Not Real Radio will be back again. Maybe not on the YouTube, <laughs> but it'll be on Twitch and Mixelbar. Leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. Actually, I do. You know when I'll be back? Hard times three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Till next week. Keep, until next week, keep it not real. <laughs>